This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday. It is August 31st. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, three people were wounded after bullets started flying outside of a school in the Kensington section of Philadelphia. The shooting happened shortly after 1 a.m. Wednesday outside of Francis Willard Elementary School. Arriving officers found a 20-year-old male shot in the schoolyard. Uh, police rushed him to the hospital where he is in stable condition. Meanwhile, a 20-year-old female and a 17-year-old male were taken to the hospital by a private vehicle. They are also in stable condition. According to police, 30 shell casings were found, and many of them uh, were rifle rounds. One of the bullets went through the school's door and lodged in a lobby. Uh, an unattended parked car near the victims were standing, uh, near where the victims were standing, was hit by 15 bullets. Two, two weeks ago, the city announced a $10,000 reward in cases involving shootings near schools, rec centers, and libraries. Mourners marked the 25th anniversary of Princess Diana's death in Paris on Wednesday, laying flowers and leaving messages on the bridge above the underpass where she was killed in a car crash. The princess was just 36 when the limousine she was in crashed in the tunnel below the bridge as it sped away from photographers who were chasing it on motorbikes. Millions globally mourned the people's princess as then-British Prime Minister Tony Blair described Diana in 1997. She was one of the world's most recognized and photographed women and a high-profile supporter of humanitarian causes, including children's charities and landmine clearance when she died. The mother of, uh, the mother of Princes William and Harry, her death plunged the monarchy into crisis coming after the disintegration of her marriage to the heir uh, to the throne Princess Char- uh, Prince Charles with its revelations of feuding, adultery, and the misery she felt in her royal role. The continued fascination with Diana's life was illustrated on Saturday when a black Ford Escort that she drove in the 1980s was sold at auction in Britain for $844,000. People forget, though, all the stuff that went on when that whole thing went down and, and uh, leading up to it. There was, you know, we talk about, oh, there's the scandals now, but back then there was that audio of Prince Charles telling Camilla Parker Bowles he wanted to be her tampon. Right. Yeah. So, uh, and yeah. SNL did a, a bit about it. Yeah. There was a whole bunch of stuff going on. But when that news came through of her death, yeah. it was like, oh my God. I know. I know. I was looking back a little bit. Obviously, they're, you know, uh, retracing her life and everything. And she was really, you know, what's huge about what she did was uh, in the whole AIDS crisis and all that, she really was not afraid to get in there. Yep. And be close to people like that, and she really broke down some uh, some walls. Well, the uh, people's was, princess. Yeah, yeah. It, it was really important. Uh, who, some of the stuff she did. Who was in the car with her besides the Dirty driver? Dodie Fayed. Yeah. That's who was with her. Right, her her, her <coughs> boyfriend. Her I'm sorry, did he die too? Yes, okay. I believe he did. Uh, you know, and I had just happened upon that uh, scene when we when we went to England for the Eagles game. I I went over to France for the day. Uh, and I was like, oh, because it, it, it's right below this little area where there was a, basically a, a, a torch that looks right. like the torch yeah, from the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, let me go check that out. And then I saw this whole memorial up there. I'm like, oh, my God, this is where Princess Di was killed. Well, they were leaving, yeah, uh, I guess, crazy. the hotel. And, yeah. and then I remember that the story was that, that the, the very aggressive paparazzi just took off after them. They were in the tunnel. And it's been the subject of countless recreations and what actually happened in the tunnel and... and uh, did, uh, it'll, it'll, I'm sure, go on that way forever. Well, they were trying to get a picture of her, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they know, like, w- was it publicly known that she was having a relationship yeah. oh, with yeah. this guy oh, yeah, yeah. prior yeah. to the picture? It was picture? out in the open, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. they, were, they weren't okay. hiding it, yeah. Okay. But it was still, it was like 
the pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Diana, of know? course, of course. Uber is rolling out new safety features that will allow users to talk to a live safety agent and text 911 operators in the case of an emergency. Rebecca Payne, the lead project manager on Uber's safety team, told ABC News about how, according to the popular ride-sharing platform, some of the features can help riders feel more comfortable and can give more access to emergency services. One feature, which Uber says will be rolled out to more than half of the country, including New York City and California, will allow users to text 911 operators for immediate uh, immediate emergency response. Uber says about 60% of the United States will be able to use it. When riders use the text to 911 feature in the app, it will generate a pre-written message, including information about the trip, such as the vehicle information and location. Payne said it's a good way for users to discreetly get emergency help. Another new feature called Live Help will let riders, drivers, and couriers speak to a safety agent through a partnership with the security company ADT. Riders can send a message through the Uber app and receive a call or text with a trained safety agent, according to Uber. Do you still offer that feature where you stick your head out the window and scream? Still- <laughs> Does that help? <laughs> Users can then stay on the phone with the agent until they feel comfortable or until the ride ends. In Uber's most recent safety report, the company reported that 99.9% of the average of nearly 3 million rides per day had no reports of safety incidents, including car accidents, physical assaults, or sexual assaults. But the report also found that in 2019 and 2020, the company reported 3,824 sexual assault incidents. Wow. Uber reported similar rates of such incidents in previous years. For access to the new safety features, users need to update their Uber apps. In sports this morning. The Phillies lost to the Diamondbacks uh, again, on, falling man. 12-3 last night in Arizona. What the f- is it? Zach Gallen extended his scoreless streak to 34th and 3rd innings with another strong performance. Jake McCarthy homered and had 5 RBI, and the Diamondbacks cruised to the win, ending, uh, sending the Phillies to their third straight loss. What the f- is it? The series wraps up and Bailey Falter will get the start tonight. The first pitch is scheduled for 940. The Eagles traded for defensive back Chauncey Gardner-Johnson for the uh, from the New Orleans Saints. The Eagles received Gardner-Johnson and the Saints' 2025 seventh round draft pick for a 2023 fifth round draft pick and a sixth round draft pick in 2024. Gardner-Johnson, who can play both slot corner and safety, is expected to play safety for the Eagles. They created an opening at starting safety before the trade by releasing veteran Anthony Harris. Gardner-Johnson is expected to be paired with Marcus Epps on defense. And the Union, who have 15 wins and 54 points, have it lost at home all season. Wow. They lead the Eastern Conference by five points over Montreal. And in all of MLS, they are second to Los Angeles FC with six matches to play. The Union will be at home again tonight when they host Atlanta United. The nationally televised match will air live on FS1 at 7 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks a bunch, Kath. We're moving forward through the week. A Wednesday has arrived, and we got got some stuff planned for you. Secret text word, our prize up for grabs today. Uh, a chance for you to win a pair of tickets to see Whitney Cummings, the Touch Me Tour. Uh, she's great. Friday, yeah. Friday, September 9th, she will be at the Miller Theater. It's formerly the Miriam Theater in Center City. So tickets are on sale. Now, are you interested in going? Well, just text the word secret to 39333 and we will magically send you a little special word, a secret text word. 
and then we'll ask you to call in later with that word and the winner. We'll get those tickets, and we'll also uh, grab a random sexer on top of that and give away uh, tickets to that, too. So we're going to go live on Fox Good Day, which is a Wednesday thing mm-hmm. we do. And also, as far as guests go, uh, we have actor Tom Hopper. If you watch The Umbrella Academy, Tom is Luther on the show, number one. Mm-hmm. And he is also, uh, he's been in Game of Thrones, and he's got this uh, Netflix show coming up called Love in the Via, or Villa, on Thursday. So we're going to talk to him in the 9 o'clock hour. Nice. Which should be pretty cool. So we'll uh, we'll chat with him. We'll get into some other things as well, and that would include a stupid question in the entertainment report. So we'll take a break and come back in a second and dive in to that. So stay with us, because we will not be gone long. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD 2, the MMR Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so stupid question time, and we are going to give away as a prize pair of tickets for the Philly Burger Brawl, which is Sunday, October 23rd at Xfinity Live. And the question that I will ask, this is an interesting one. I'm curious. Did you look at my question, I Casey? I did not. I want to I see if Casey knows the answer to this. What Texas city is known as the birthplace of the card game Texas Hold'em. Ah, that is a good question. Interesting. 215-263-WMMR. Casey, by far, yeah. the uh, the biggest poker player amongst our crew. And, and, a, and a good one. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's see if you know the answer. 215-263-WMMR. What Texas City is known as the birthplace of Texas Hold'em. Yeah, right? I don't know. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a, a good thought here. And, uh, I know the state is Texas. Yeah. The state is Texas. Yeah. So you got that. But I'll have to give it, I'll have to give it some thought here. Yep. All right. Well, I'm going to go through some birthdays while you give it some thought. Uh, today is Wednesday, August 31st, last day of the month of August. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, my God. Where did it all go? Kathy, it's Richard Gere's birthday today. Oh, oh. love that guy. Happy birthday. Yeah, Richard Gere is... <laughs> I think is... we dated for like 10 seconds or so. Yeah, yeah. there was something. Yeah, nice. connection. We had something. So I saw it. See him in person when he came in. Was it what you had hoped it would be? Oh yeah! After yeah. the interview, you know, like like yeah, a lot yeah. of celebrities that come in here, they were right. He was one that was, I think, a little um, kind of like quiet, put his headphones right. on, sat there, and then after the interview, was like, "Hey, yeah, let's yeah. take a picture. Come on mm-hmm. over here." You know, he warmed up. So yeah, he was great. Yeah, cool. I thought he was a nice guy. You know who hates him? Hates him. Oh, um, wait, wait, uh, Mark Summers. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, Mark yeah. Summers hates <laughs> him. He had an experience, and you know, Mark. Mark no, does, he does not hold back. Hold back when somebody Shut is. The f- God. Rubs him the wrong way. He he got into uh, he was getting on an aircraft yeah, and he goes into to first class and he goes to sit down <laughs> next to Richard Gear yeah. where his seat was assigned and Richard Gear looks at him and goes Oh no, not you <laughs> or something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. And Mark was just like F you, buddy. Uh-huh. I bought I this paid seat. for this freaking yeah. seat. What do you think he got the plane? Um, but, he, but but gear was nice here, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean our experience with him was was good, but he does have a bit of a reputation, you know. Can be, yeah. But he's been in some great movies throughout the years. Uh, he is seventy three today. Uh, the legend of uh, rock vocals, Van Morrison, has his birthday too. Coming to uh, town next Thursday, he's I at, believe. At the Man, right? Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, he celebrates his 77th birthday today. Yeah, and he's, he's a hard-touring guy. Oh, and, and the movie Belfast, Preston, they use nothing but his music, and it's just perfect. I've seen him in concert a number of times, and he does that thing that always blows you away. He gets up during a couple songs and plays every instrument during right. the song. It's amazing. It's like a Dolly Parton. Yeah, and yeah. Just Unbelievable. Play all those things. Uh, so many great songs throughout the years. He is uh, celebrating his 77th birthday today, Mr. Van Morrison. Another very talented musician, Mr. Glenn Tilbrook yeah. of Squeeze, is celebrating his 65th birthday today. I've seen him a number of times with Squeeze and uh, Solo. And, yeah. uh, you know, they, they would both go out on tour. Uh, the, the other, I forget the other gentleman's name, but. Oh, uh, Gifford. Gifford, that's it, yeah. Yep. And, uh, yeah, uh, great songwriters. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing this song for the first time. I uh, This is just a great memory. I was a junior in high school. I visited my brother in college. And, uh, and there was a guy, he was in a fraternity. Uh, they ended up um, rushing me. I don't know if you know what rushing means. It's yeah. Just, yeah, it just means they get yeah, you drunk. Fraternity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was I was in high school, and and I remember being in, in the dorm room doing shot prairie fire shots while this song was playing. <laughs> you guys prairie know what prairie fire. fires are? Tequila and hot sauce. Right? Yeah, yeah. And Tabasco. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nasty. Oh <my> <laughs> and the music is squeeze. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Pulling muscles from Michelle is not <laughs> a prairie. No, fire no. Song. Think about Put it. on some hardcore. That is so. Nick, funny. you picked the music. Well, that's the thing. It wasn't a party. It was a pre-party, right? right, So it was just a rush party, and then the party ended up happening afterwards. Right. And then uh, I was like, dude, this is the greatest fraternity in the world. (laughs) And then my brother ended up pledging some other fraternity. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> and the pre-party was uh-huh. prairie fires. Oh my dude, God. put on some Dido. Wow. Uh Glenn Tilbrook celebrates his sixty-first of sixty-fifth birthday today. All right, let's go to a different world of music. It's in the rock vein, but a little bit more than squeeze. Uh Rudolph Schenker of the Scorpions guitarist. So this is him playing. Uh, celebrates his seventy fourth birthday today. I have a, I have a spot in my heart for the Scorpions. They're like they're like a foundational. You gotta have the Scorpions. Yeah, and yeah. I mean they're just part of the rock scene. Agreed. And it's just uh, it's good up tempo, straight up hard rock music. And, and I am a fan. So happy birthday to Rudolph Shanker, celebrating his seventy fourth birthday today. And then uh, another uh, from the world of rock and Axe Man's birthday today, Reb Beach. Who's played in everything? Yep, he was in Winger. He's the guy. That he, and I'm telling you, ripping solo in this song in particular. I always was sort of dismissive of Winger. Yeah, I mean, yeah. listen, it, it, you had uh, Kip Winger, lead right. singer, this super pretty boy, Chicken Winger, uh, Chicken Winger, if you will. <laughs> but uh, but he had a great band. Uh, guy who's on drums, um, a, a really good drummer, Rod Morgenstein. Uh, and then you have Reb Beach playing guitar. So it was, it was a stacked band with some very talented musicians. But Reb went on to be kind of an axe man for hire because he played for Alice Cooper, oh. Doc, and White Snake, all these bands. Uh, so he is uh, 59 years old is this today. Him? No, no. This, oh. is the, this is the earlier days of Alice Cooper. Like, like he toured with Alice Cooper. He, oh, I'm sure okay. he recorded, but in the, in the later part of his career. Uh, we also have Chris Tucker celebrating a birthday today. Uh, he is 51 years old today. Chris came by here, man. He was nice. We didn't know what we were going to get from him. We, we had heard stories, again, like that Richard Gere sort of thing. It depends on how you would get him. And he'd had some some bad experiences. Yeah, he was great. He was really nice. He was he was kind of quiet, actually, yeah. which I was surprised because he's, you know, you know, the world's coming out about, about me. 
<laughs> but and I remember telling him when he was here in the movie The Fifth Element. Yes. Um, like I couldn't understand a single word he was saying in it. They had him on this microphone system. Yeah, he was yeah. supposed to play like a like it's... a DJ in this in this future world. And and I, I I he was all the things he was saying. He has that high pitched voice, right. and they put that and that echo on him. Like I'm like, dude, I don't know what you were saying in that whole thing. He's like, I know, uh, but he's funny, great actor, uh, comedic actor. He is uh, 51 years old today. Uh, it's Marsha Clark's birthday Marcia, today. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> That's OJ. Yeah. Couldn't stay. Uh, yeah, so I guess she's been quasi-vindicated. or That OJ miniseries. And so Sarah Paulson played her, right? Yeah. May played Marsha Clark. And, um, and uh, sort of said there was... Uh, stuff about Marsha Clark's ego and that she overrode a lot of the decisions to not have her be uh, handling the case and so on and so forth. But, uh, you know, it, history has written her story, so you take it for what it's worth. Yeah. By the way, that noise, yeah. that's our phone lines. Oh, that's oh, I just, wonderful. Uh, yeah, that, I Jesus just, Christ. I have one more birthday to mention, and then I was going to go over to our phones and try and get an answer right to the again. stupid question, and I turned this up. Okay. Oh, it's a different tone now. <laughs> So I turn this fader up, and then we get this weird noise. Right, wait, listen. Wait. It's like... Are we starting up a modem? That, that's what it sounds right, like. Okay. Gang, gang, gang. All right. Hey, turn it up real quick. I want to hear okay, it. Okay, hang on. Because I'm, I'm going to do something here. All right. Casey's trying to restart our, horrible. our board, the that's mixing console here. It's like we're having a hearing test. <laughs> yeah. A bad one. Yeah, you holding up your left yeah. hand right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, okay. Well, we may not be able to get our answer to the stupid question at the moment. We we'll, cannot. We'll go back to that in a second. I'll, I'll mention this last birthday. Marissa is frantically running around the studio, and Casey's trying to push some buttons and make something happen. But the last birthday I saw, so Nick pulls up uh, before I do birthdays the IMDb main page, and it has birthdays listed there. And I saw a guy, and I'm like, I know that guy, and I know that name. And then I clicked on him, and then I went to see, they, they on IMDb, they give you, like, four movie titles real quick at the top that are probably their most well-known films. Right. And they messed up, okay, because it's Zach Ward's birthday today. Right. And I'm like, wasn't he Scud Farkas from <laughs> A Christmas Story? Story, yeah. And uh, it shows him in Freddy vs. Jason, in Transformers, and Postal, and Resident Evil Apocalypse. And nowhere on there is a Christmas story. How do you miss that? His most well-known yeah. role by far. And I scrolled all the way down. And his <laughs> very first credit, yes, it is indeed Zach Ward, Scott Farkas, of A Christmas Story's birthday. He's 52 today. We had him on the show. He was great. Yeah. It love was, it. He was a funny guy. That's exactly the kind of guest we love having on. Yep, me too. And and that character that he had yellow eyes. When he, I swear, he had oh yellow eyes. God, yellow eyes. When he's laughing, and right before Ralphie explodes, they do such a great job of just zooming in real close on his face, and then eventually to just his his braces, you know, on his teeth, and then boom, Ralphie wigs out and just. Beats the piss out of him. It's one of the great scenes. It's good. Yeah. Absolute classic. So happy birthday to Zach Ward, who is 52. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to be able to take our phone call. So Marissa. Oh, she's on. She's on the cell phone. Can I hear that sound again? It's very soothing. Yeah, sure. Oh, it's it's gone up. It sounds like when you're having a balloon and you're doing the, uh, you're letting the air out. (laughs) Hang on. I can probably do this. Yeah. There we go. You know what? Okay. All right. Yeah. All right, so uh, I can't go to the phone lines. No, you can't. Yeah, I can. Is, uh, yeah, I can. So, I can play somebody if you'd like. No, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give this to our first caller in, who was Rich, 
So make sure they know to give the prize to Rich. Uh, the question was, what Texas city is known as the birthplace of Texas Hold'em? It is Robstown. Yeah. Oh, wait, I can do that live. <laughs> That's our freaking phone system. All right, anyway. It's horrible. Yeah, I didn't know the answer to that. Uh, Rich uh, just got himself a pair of tickets to the Philly Burger Brawl, which is Sunday, October 23rd at Xfinity Live. You can enjoy unlimited samples of burgers from over 60 of the area's leading restaurants and chefs. Plus, live music and activities are taking place all day long. Tickets are now on sale. You can go to WMMR.com, use the keyword burger, and proceeds benefit both the Philly Parks and Rec at Risk Teen Initiative and the school district of Philadelphia's after-school program. Casey and I are judging. <clears throat> Excellent. Yeah, it should be fun. All right, we'll get warm up your stomachs. You yep. got a little time now. It's yeah. not until October twenty-third. All right, uh, we'll go to the entertainment stories. Let's start with this one. After more than four years together, Leonardo DiCaprio and actress Camilla Marone have reportedly decided to go their oh, separate man. ways. I thought this was forever. Yeah. yeah, considering his track record. Yeah, four years yeah, yeah. is forever for him. <laughs> uh, the pair began dating in 2018, and they made their debut as a couple at the Oscars in February of 2020. So uh, that must have been Ricky Gervais has the great joke about at the Golden Globes. He said, you know, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was a long film. Leo took his date to see it, and by the time the movie ended, she was too old for him. Uh, and they're always... <laughs> They always break up, or he always breaks up when they turn 25. Yeah. There were yeah. a lot of memes and videos and oh, stuff going really? around yesterday. Kathy, it's like four or five girlfriends in a row. When they turn 25, <laughs> it, and, and so, and sadly for this lady, this girl, whatever. It's like Menudo. Oh, they, that's what I was yeah. about to say, yes. There was a countdown, and uh, like people were counting down to her 25th birthday, oh, saying it's just God. a matter of time. But it's like a Deadpool for yeah. uh, for his girlfriend. Exactly. So they know it. They get the traction, I guess. But uh, it's funny because even like DiCaprio, he gets it. It's it's his mo. That's yeah. the deal. You uh, had a good couple of years with DiCaprio, and then you move on. Uh, earlier this year, there were photographs celebrating the Fourth of July together at a beach in Malibu. In August, Marone was spotted with her mother in Central Pay, while DiCaprio was seen out to dinner with friends in Los Angeles last week. Uh, she told the Los Angeles Times in 2019 that it was, <clears throat> quote, frustrating to mostly be known for her relationship with Leonardo. She said, I feel like there should always be an identity besides who you're dating. I understand the association, but I'm confident that will continue to slip away and be less of a conversation. Nah. Well, now it won't be a conversation yeah, at all. Because you're not together anymore. She'll be known as the former girlfriend yeah. of Leonardo. Right, right. right. <laughs> exactly. It is now changed. Yeah. Uh, Laverne Cox was support was uh, supporting Serena Williams at the U.S. Open on Monday night when she received the compliment of a lifetime in being mistaken for Beyonce. <laughs> uh, the inventing Anna Star is loving the mix-up. Uh, Cox was sitting in the stands at the uh, USTA Billie Jean King National Tennis Center in New York City. Uh, she was wearing a face mask, hoop earrings, and a black sheer top. So she, she, oh, she right. kind of did look like Beyonce. <laughs> you couldn't really <laughs> I, see I who it. she was. Yeah. And many people reported on social media and in broadcasts that she was Beyonce. And uh, <laughs> she said it was like the thrill of a lifetime uh, for that. You know, she's good in uh, Promising Young Woman. 
She's uh, she's oh, the barista. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. She works at the coffee shop or, or runs it. Yeah. Uh, I don't watch a whole lot of broadcast television these days, but I was uh, for some reason watching Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. I watched last it last night. night. She, she Laverne. Uh, yeah, Laverne Cox, Cox is on it. The yeah. lady who kept winning, I'm like Allie something or other. I don't know who she is. She's a comedian. She's married to George Stephanopoulos. Okay. Uh, I don't know how the hell she kept winning. She was an idiot. And she kept, like... She she plays dumb, but she's actually very smart. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. she was doing uh, the dumb things. Wheel, like of, she, Wheel of Fortune smart. Yeah, Wheel of Fortune yeah. smart. But Preston, she, her, her three consonants in the first one, because she was at the final wheel, yeah. was like, like, C, you know, like Q and a Y. She actually guessed Y as a consonant. And then, <laughs> and then actually, she guessed four consonants and then a vowel. And, and Pat's like, you said you watched the show, right? And, and but she's so up, stupid. She was really dumb. And if you think Celebrity Jeopardy's dumb, cut. Uh, Did she get the final puzzle? No. Okay. Uh, but she made it to that. Yeah, yeah man. Some, sometimes it can work out where all of a sudden you're left with the the final. Uh, you know, you you guess that final letter and then it it brings it home. And there's there is a lot of randomness you. to that. I've seen yeah. I've seen things that were absolutely impossible, and then things that are completely obvious. Yep. Uh, by the way, in addition to uh, coincidentally posting a video of herself getting ready for the sporting event while listening to Beyonce, Cox retweeted a post by David Dennis Jr. that reads, Second biggest winner tonight, Laverne Cox, who was mistaken for Beyonce all night, which is a career highlight for literally anyone. <laughs> when you get ready, do you put on Beyonce? I do. Uh, it gets me in the yeah, mood. When, yeah. I'm get, when, this, when I like this morning, I just pop it on. Uh, in 2020, Cox told Entertainment Tonight, everybody knows that I live for Beyonce. I try not to worship gods on earth or goddesses, but I worship Beyonce. <laughs> so she had to have been loving it. Okay, yep. she, she then retweeted uh, somebody who put out the fact that Beyonce was on Wheel of Fortune last night as well. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. Nice. Uh, dating, of course, isn't easy, even if you're Sharon Stone. In a cover story for Vogue Arabia, the Basic Instinct actress said that she was in a relationship with a younger man who dumped her after she refused to get injectables, refused to get uh, Botox. Huh. Yeah. Because I get Arabian Vogue, and uh, it, I didn't read this. Yeah, it's in there. Okay. Uh, when the bow and question asked Stone if she used Botox, she said it would probably be really good for your ego and mine if I did. Wow. And Stone added, I saw him one more time after that, and then he wasn't interested in seeing me anymore. You know what and, I hear? And she said, if you don't see me for more than that, then you'll please find your way to the exit. She's had some stuff done, but she hasn't done... Uh, I don't detect a lot of no. excessive work, I and I also I'm, I see more and more of these stories about the Botox people getting the uh, the injections and they migrate. Have you seen oh, yeah. this stuff? Yeah, that's listen. This is the whole reason why I don't want to do it because yeah. it's going to migrate and I'm going to go blind and I'm going to look like a. So the, the that's actual part of the reason, yeah. The other one is the needle, yeah. No, the, no, really? No, because I'm not going to be able to see. Listen, I hate needles. I can't look at them. Terrible. But like, if I just close my eyes and I don't see it. I'm okay. You're okay. All right. Okay. All, right. All right. No, more. It's definitely more so of becoming a deformed. If creature. you came in here looking like Stallone, that would You're... be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you want to meet me tonight, I'll be a guppies. The, the, the place that I go to to get the laser hair removal when I yeah. they do Botox, and so it's now a joke. Whenever I walk in, they're like, "Is it, 
is it today? <laughs> we have the needles ready. Is it today? And I'm like, because every once in a while I'll get like, I'm like, all right, that's it. You know what? This is ridiculous. Like, yeah. I, I'm just, everybody does it. Like, I just, I'm just going to try it. And then I walk in, they're like, yeah. And I'll text the owner. I'm like, okay, I think I can do it. No. And then I get I'm in I'm the like, car. I'm I can't like, do I'm it. Not, I'm not doing it. They do Botox nope. everywhere. I've seen, everywhere. I've seen it uh, ads at my dermatologist. I've seen ads oh. at a, a uh, an oral surgeon that I went to. When really? Press, that's what I was going to yeah. say. The, when I went up, my teeth whitened. They, they do it there. Yeah. Do you know? I I had Botox done when the um they did it oh the on esophagus your no so my uh, yeah I'm, I'm a, nothing's gonna help my 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 body my face but they did it uh, so they injected my esophagus and that um oh, wow. that deadened it to give me right. an experience of what it'd be like to have that swallow thing canceled out I went and had a procedure. But they they use it for all sorts of things. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, anyhow, um, Sharon Stone said that uh, a, it was a near death experience uh, that changed the way she saw injectables. She oh, said wow. there were. <laughs> That's her after the near death experience. Uh, she... Sharon, wake up! Will you? <laughs> oh no! What's happened? How many ha- how many fingers am I holding up? Will you? <laughs> she got it. She's yeah. okay. Yeah. Right. So anyhow. Uh... <laughs> Uh, no, she said um, there were periods in the super fame. Periods in the super fame. Yeah, when I got Botox and filler and stuff, I guess when she was at the height of her career. Right. And then I had this massive stroke and a, and a nine-day brain hemorrhage. Yeah. And I had to over, have over 300 shots of Botox and filler to make the one side of my face come up again, she said. And Botox went from a cute luxury to some kind of massive, painful, uh, neurological need. Ugh. So her perspective on it is different, different. now. Right. So yeah. she used it. My use is for a, an internal medical issue, and that sounds like yeah. they were using that for her. But when you do see, and there are, there are websites devoted to pictures of... The uh, Botox migrating on someone's face, and it can it can look kind of kind of funny. Yeah. All right, so how about this? Uh, the Goldbergs on ABC will be minus a patriarch when it returns for season ten on September twenty first. Jeff Garland's Murray Goldberg character has officially been killed off, and the news follows the exit uh, last season of Garland from the cast. The actor has been accused of inappropriate behavior and was the subject of HR investigations. Uh, the showrunner, Alex Barnow, uh, tells Entertainment Weekly that the Murray character, and here's how they're going to handle it, will have been dead for several months when the new season's plot lines begin. So they're not even going to have a, a death show. It's just like it happened. That's what they did with George Siegel. Yep. And this is, he said, this is going to be a family that has not reconciled the fact that their father's gone but has sort of moved on and has dealt with a lot of that. We're starting with optimism about Erica's baby coming and looking forward to the future. It's an opportunity for this interesting emotional uh, basis uh, for the way people are behaving. To be honest, they handled it so awkwardly. They were doing these bizarre cut-ins of scenes and clips from other older episodes. Yeah, so it just looked weird. It's addressed in this. So uh, Wendy McClendon uh, Covey is uh, speaking out for the first time on social media since the exit of Garland. Since his departure, there's been some online criticism about how the show has handled filming his incomplete scenes. They have used a body double and have superimposed Garland's face in certain scenes in post-production on the current ninth season. At the time of his exit, Garland was believed to have had one or more day of shooting left from the original season nine order after his schedule had been reduced. So a tweet on Monday by journalist Noel Murray prompted McClendon Covey's response. So Murray had written... 
They should either cancel the Goldbergs or kill off Jeff Garland's character because the workarounds that they've been using this season ain't working. So Wendy responded and tweeted by saying, uh, this season threw us for a loop because, A, it's hard to incorporate someone who doesn't want to be there and wants to leave mid-scene, and B... We weren't about to rewrite the second half of the season, so we're doing our best, is what yeah. she said. So, and they, uh, it was weird though. They had an episode that was her wedding, like uh, you know, um, Erica's wedding, right? Yeah. Uh, and um, they they clipped in a couple of shots, and they they uh, maybe like a voice double or something. Right. It just looked weird. But in in the history of the family, Murray Goldberg passed away. You know. Um, it's in line with the Goldberg's family and the Goldberg story. With the real life, the real life, family. Family. you know, Patriarch yeah, right, passed right. away. So she's saying that he didn't want to be there. He, that's what well, she that's said. what a lot of people said that he that he had become Jeff Garland had become difficult to work with and wasn't doing a lot of scenes. Now yeah. he's he's got he's on Curb Your Enthusiasm, so he's got another series, right? But um, yeah, there's a couple people said that. Uh, so ABC has not commented on it as of yet. I'm not familiar with this actress, but according to Deadline, South African actress uh, Charles B. Dean uh, died on Monday in New York City due to an unexplained illness. She was just 32 years old. I, I didn't know her, but she looked like a lovely uh, a woman, and uh, the career was starting oh, to pick up. Yeah, she starred in the Palme d'Or winning uh, film Triangle of Sadness, which is expected to debut in the U.S., uh, in theaters October 17th. She was also, at, uh, she had a recurring role on the CW's Black Lightning. Yeah, but I, just, I didn't watch, I didn't watch the show, yeah. so I don't know. But I'm, I'm curious, at 32 years old, what happened there. Uh, Rachel Williams is suing Netflix for the way she was portrayed in Inventing Anna. So the former Vanity Fair staffer who was scammed by fake German heiress Anna Sorokin is suing the streaming platform for defamation and false light invasion of privacy, according to the court documents obtained by NBC News. Kathy, which do you one? know who this is? Wait, so, which one is it? So her name is uh, Rachel Williams. So in in on the show, she's the one. Remember when they uh, they go? I forgot what country. They might have been in Turkey, and she gets stuck with the bill. Okay, yeah. And then yeah. she starts. She's yep, the yep, one yep. who starts to make a big stink about it and wrote a piece in Vanity Fair. So a question in these kind of things when you see that. That card pop up that says this is based on any resemblance or any yeah. suggestion. This is one hundred percent accurate. Is not you know. So they they disavow themselves or at least legally um, cover their asses. Will that cover this or is it it's a good question? She has a case. They and they did it kind of tongue in cheek with that. Show. They did it said you know inspired by real events. Yeah. These things actually happened. Or did they? Yeah. You yeah. know, they, like they add or maybe not. You so know, is they would that add little does that caveat? Like it's a good Absolve question. Them. Yeah. But um, they did make this girl out to be kind of an idiot. Like you watch the show and you're like, how are you still friends with her? How are yeah. you, you know, how are you still going along with this on the trip and well, having you, to pay for it and all of that? So if that's not really what happened, I could see her being listen, pissed. That whole thing confused me because and and uh, I'm giving away a little bit here, but it's a, it's a news story. Yeah, it's yeah. a public story about what happened. It's a full documentary but, on it. But when when uh, the the staffers um, where they were uh, focusing on the the girl that was doing the interviewing, yeah, uh, with uh, Anna Sorkin, when the court case came and they started announcing the verdicts, they were happy when she was being 
absolved of some of these charges because, and upset when she was being charged with them. I'm like, this woman's a scam artist. Because, yes. because they, what it was was that they developed a relationship with her and that right. they actually liked her and they cared for her and they felt bad for her on some extent, you know, the family she came from and all of that. So I think that was kind of the connection because at the end when the two attorney or the attorney and the writer are sitting together, yeah. it's kind of like they're defeated. Which was weird to yeah. me. I'm like, yeah. You saw it all. You yeah. saw how she scammed people all you the time. Uh, it, a liar. Yeah. A pathological liar. I, it's almost like the Stockholm Syndrome where you're yeah. like, I guess you're siding with this person who's clearly deranged. But they were also fight, like, it's when you fight for anything, if you win, you're right. happy. If you lose, yeah. you're not. I, I her, her recurring line of, I am building something here. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see the SNL parody of that with no. uh, Chloe Feynman? No. Oh, my God. Is it good? She, and the, the impression spot on. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was uh, sad to see this uh, Mexican actor, uh, Eugenio uh, Derbez, um, in the movie Coda, he is the choir teacher. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. He is phenomenal in that film. I... It, there were too many people, too many great people in that movie because they all deserve to be nominated yeah. in that film. I thought he kind of got overlooked. He was wonderful in that movie. Well, he's apparently undergoing a very complicated surgery uh, after suffering some type of accident. His I tried wife, to find out what it was. I, yeah. I, I, they're keeping it um, a secret, but yeah. it had to be pretty profound. Yeah, so she wrote, his wife, Alessandro Rosaldo, wrote on Instagram that uh, Derbez is... Currently fine, but his injuries are delicate, she said. The surgery will not compromise his health, but she said the recovery process will be long and difficult since he will have to rest for several weeks and then undergo rehabilitation therapies. But she didn't provide any details on uh, what happened or what's wrong with him. And he was in the uh, the Anna Ferris version of Overboard, right? Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. I didn't yeah, see he, it. I didn't give it the time of day. Uh, he, he has been in a bunch of stuff. And apparently he's been uh, in films and TV shows since the 80s. He's one of Mexico's most successful international stars. Um, a couple other th- other things they list here. Dora, the Lost City of Gold, How to Be a Latin Lover, and the Apple TV uh, series, the Apple uh, Plus series, Acapulco as well. But he is so wonderful and funny and touching and, and just excellent in Coda. Just yeah, I hope he does. Him, so I hope he's, okay, yeah. hope he's all right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We're going to go back to the U.S. Open. I mentioned that a little while ago. On Monday, uh, Hugh Jackman posted a photo of himself and his wife, Deborah Lee Furness. Uh, to Instagram as the couple prepared to go to the U.S. Open. He showed his support for Serena Williams in the caption, oh. uh, off to the U.S. Open to watch the one and only Serena Williams. Serena, Deb, and I are so excited to watch you play and bear witness to your evolution. For many years to come, you are an icon and a true inspiration to boys and girls around the world. Yeah, he's an amusing man, so he's, you know, living in New York living City in New York. right now, yeah. Yep. You know, I finally watched the, the full The Greatest Showman, that movie. The, I watched it from beginning to end. And it's it's full of songs that sound like they should be more impactful than they are. Uh-huh. So and that and, and just one right after that, it's like I know this song is supposed to be profound, but it just doesn't quite hmm. it just doesn't quite hit. I didn't see it. Yeah, I never got around I think, to it. I think the soundtrack's better than the movie. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, the movie's fine. I just like I I love the soundtrack. I think it's great. I mean, it's a little. Poppy, Steve, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, to, I, I, like it's th- trying too hard. Ah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe well, I'm just a sucker no, for it. No, listen. I get it. I, I, have a, I have a number of embarrassing ones like that. 
Well, also at the U.S. Open, uh, actress Rebel Wilson and her girlfriend, Ramona Arguma, shared a little PDA Ooh. while they were there. Yep, they little looked, blasting? They, no, oh. I don't think they were oh, yeah. blasting in the stands. Uh, the couple looked very much in love. <laughs> uh, they were spotted kissing. Oh, of course. That's something you do in public. And Wilson rested her head on Arguma's shoulder. So they're happy. I you love your people. shoulders, Arguma. <laughs> <laughs> You saw that people get arrested, and I, I believe it was Toronto for having sex uh, at a Blue Jays game. I did not know. No. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, really? They went all the way up to the top. Right. Uh, oh, one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they think they're out of the the view of the uh, the cameras and or stuff. They, yeah, they, they were not. Well, they wanted to. All yeah, right. They well, used to have. They did it on the. Uh, the Blue Jays have a. There's a, a hotel in out in the outfield, and so people used to have sex oh, yeah. in that hotel. Right. And uh, you know, keep the shades open or whatever, so people could see them. And these people were just doing it in the stands. Well, I'm going to use public sex as a segue. Right, okay. right, the next story, uh, because in the first episode, and I've watched only a few episodes of the first season of uh, the show Trying, there's a public sex scene that yeah. takes place. Great. That is very, very, very funny. Yeah. Uh, well, they've been renewed for a fourth season. Yes, right. and they and they on Apple TV Plus credited us. Did you see that? They did with their interview on this show. We had Esther Smith and Rafe Spall, the stars here in our studio, just a couple weeks ago, and they were wonderful. So I watched the full. I'm now completely caught up. This is exciting news, and I love this show, and I love their chemistry. And you need to get on board. Uh, she's super cute. Oh my I, god, I love she's she adorable. Right, she's adorable. Yep, uh, the totes adorbs. British comedy series will return for another new slate of episodes, and uh, the news of the renewal for the favorably reviewed series comes three days ahead of the upcoming season three finale, which will debut on Friday. Uh, the current season of Trying follows Nikki and Jason as the couple continues to face the odd challenges, legal and parental, in the adoption process. Mm-hmm. So that continues on, and they are, I'm, I'm happy for them. That's really cool. Uh, oh, let's, uh, we're not going to get out of this without Live. going to the uh, uh, the Kardashian, the, the Jenner ah! story. Uh, so just one story in the Jenner sphere. Sonic <laughs> bomb. Sonic bomb? It gets rid of asteroids in the way of our spacecraft. Don't be alarmed. Okay, thank you, <laughs> Captain Caitlin. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, so in a recent interview with Elle, Chloe Kardashian commented on the baby boy she had via surrogacy recently. Uh, with her extra... Excuse me a second. Engine room, can you shut up the power? <laughs> our deflector shields are on half. And when we go through this asteroid belt, I want to make sure everything remains intact. Thank you. Back to you, Pastor. Uh, <laughs> is it... Is it I need on? full impulse power now. Are you on the genosphere or in the genosphere? You're actually... Well, you can say... It's can like... Uh, on or in. Okay. Yeah, it's like Long so. Island. Okay. Um, <laughs> You know, Long Island. I'm on Island. Right. Yeah, okay. or on it. Yeah. Gotcha. So, uh, when the interviewer had asked how <laughs> she was handling being a mom of two, Chloe said, I know it's cliche, but I love everything. Even I the, love every goddamn second of it. Even the hard parts. Even the hard parts. Uh, she said, We have to take those roles seriously, especially in today's day and age. And Jesus we, Christ, you're enormous. With how much ac- accessibility children have. And- I'm going to have to put you in the shuttle bay. <laughs> <laughs> and the information they're exposed to so young, it's super scary, but I take my job very seriously. I love it so much, she said. Uh, one more story, and it has to do with uh, parenthood. 
Uh, kids say the darndest things. They of sure do those little rap scallions. Uh, Hillary Duff shared text messages from her assistant to Instagram on Monday, revealing the hilarious things her three-year-old daughter said to her soccer coaches about the actress. Uh, and Duff wrote in the stories, "Whoa, don't trust your kids." And she shared screenshots uh, of from her assistant. And apparently, Duff's daughter Banks ousted her for uh, to the soccer coaches. And this is what she wrote. She wrote, Banks told the story at camp, quote, my mom made bad chicken and now she has diarrhea. Oh, my God. And she said, that's what happens when you make bad chicken. Uh, following this, Duff shared a photo of Banks smiling and captioned the photo, the rat. Last night, Cute. so in a uh, story that pertains to this, Preston, I'm eating, um, you know, I get these meals, these freshly meals, which are, are really good. And they, uh, as indicated by the name, they're fresh and they're uh, you know, pre-cooked, and then you just microwave them up. So I'm, I'm eating a piece of the chicken. Oh, no. And Kathy, <laughs> I'm sure it was cooked fine. Right. Uh, the fact that I'm here right now is indication <laughs> that it was. But I've had food poisoning twice, and once was because of, of bad chicken. And it pressed it. It went in my mouth, and I, 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 I immediately just, like, bolted up, like... <laughs> and uh, I went Did running. it feel raw? It felt like too mushy. Okay. And, I'm, and I'm like... And I blasted into the kitchen. <laughs> and I was I was pouring water. I was about to reach for the palm olive oh to just, God. you know, douse it. But, I mean, my reaction was so... And I said, I, I go to my wife, it was pre-cooked. I microwaved it on high for three minutes. It has to be okay. It has to be okay. And it was like I was on baby watch with my own, you know, for the next right. couple of hours right. waiting for the sickness. Yep. Horrible. But, but you're in the clear. I'm fine. You're in the clear. Very good. All right, let's get to the clips. Uh, it says here they're in the Z. Yeah, no, we're, we're good now. Okay, all right. Casey just motioned it's to in me. It's the shadow. We can take the turbo lift. Uh-oh. Heads up. <laughs> the turbo lift? Jack Shevin. <laughs> all right, we're talking about our equipment stuff here. All right, so... Uh, the musical production, The Way, highlights biblical stories in a modern way by presenting them with contemporary orchestral arrangements. In this clip, Kathy Lee Gifford ah. talks about her creative control over the project. Here we go. I'd never directed before, and now I'm just like, it's my favorite thing in the whole world. I love having the control over every scene, every angle, every nuance, so I can control now every lyric, every note of the orchestrations, and and then the, the shooting of them as well. I've got nobody to blame but myself if it doesn't work. You suck my <laughs> and shut the f- up, huh? Wow. Uh, wow, that's a little coarse, but uh, she's actually a pretty good singer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Way is in theaters uh, tomorrow. Uh, here's I don't know why that was so coarse. <laughs> From Hollywood to Wales, the pitch to the locker room, the front office to the pub. Welcome to Wrexham. It's a crash course in football club ownership. And in this club, in this clip, Ryan Reynolds describes how this business deal with Rob McElhenney quickly evolved. Here we go. The fact that the two of us have purchased the third oldest professional football club on earth that play in the oldest international football stadium on earth is insane on paper. But, you know, once we saw each other and once we got to know each other and once we sort of understood what was at stake and how we operate together, it became a, a genuine friendship uh, that was forged, you know, in, in nothing less than fire. Yeah! 
New episode of Welcome to Wrexham airs tonight on FX. It is a great show. So what episode? So I, I've seen the first three, which is what they sent us as a screener. And I are we still in that, Nick? I think so, yeah. I think this is episode three tonight, if All right. I'm not mistaken. I believe you're correct, because they released the first two right out of the yeah. gate, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and there you go. That's the entertainment report for today. Let us take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Don't forget, we're going to have actor Tom Hopper. If you watch show Umbrella Academy, he plays Luther on there. But he's got another show he's talking about, Love in the Villa. We'll get to that as well as some other goodies. Uh, stay with us. We'll bring you up to speed when we get back. Students across the Delaware Valley are ready to resume their educational pursuits at 93.3 WMMR. We're still trying to get the alphabet right. It's MMR's Back to School A to Z, our annual remedial romp through thousands of different songs. Alphabetically by title amounts to roughly two weeks worth of no repeat hits, album cuts, and some app you've never heard. Join Professor Jackie Bam Bam as he starts the rock and roll call next Thursday at 7 p.m. MMR's Back to School A to Z. From the station that doesn't feel tardy, 93.3 WMMR. Everything, and we mean everything, that rocks. I got some odds and ends that we could Ooh. go through, so we should open up the store and let y'all come on in. Time to head down to the store where Pride of Preston Elliott is at the front door. Wants to greet y'all in. Got a new order of uh, dilithium crystals in. <laughs> <laughs> right. We have everything here. Yeah, absolutely. Everything here. Can... It's an expansive source. It's like the uh, the TARDIS in Doctor Who. Now, on the outside, it seems like it's very small, but it's sprawling. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the way we work things here. All right, we're going to start with, uh, we're, we're going to walk into the sex aisle. We have a whole sex Like your section. classic country store with the sex section. Of course. <laughs> a study published in Social Psychology and Personality Science examined why straight women fake it in the bedroom. Uh, and according to the result, uh, they are trying to protect their partner's manhood. If a woman perceives that the... so smooth. <laughs> If a woman perceives that the man she's with has a fragile sense of masculinity, Aww. they are more likely to put on a show for him. That's very nice. Uh, women That's report nice. that they feel that their partner is trying to prove his... If, <laughs> if their partner is trying to prove his manhood, right. they feel less capable of having open communication regarding sex or pleasure for fear of hurting his feelings. I thought the answer was going to be to get, get it o- off of you. Exactly. Hurry to up. get it over. Yeah. I, we had this uh, group of uh, girls that I was friends with you know, like back in high school, and the, the, the phrase was, off me. <laughs> 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 off me already. You uh, are so fragile, you yeah. know, when that, during that level of intimacy, it's like, you know, you're, you're trying to, you're trying to bring the show. It's, you know? it's important. It, listen, pleasing as, as a man, I can only yeah. speak as a, as, as a right. man, but but performing well is part of... That's why you charge a cover. The get-together. Yeah. It, no, I mean... The get-together. It's not just about you getting getting things, you know, done, yeah. completing, however you want to phrase it, but it's also to, to pleasure the, the, the partner it's as well. It's a gift. So that they are... Yes. Right. They're getting off too, man. They get, you know, they get their cookie. What yeah. happens if you don't? Like, how do you feel if you don't? Uh, let down. Um, well, uh, yeah. Uh, and listen, I... Is it a shot to your ego? 
No. I, not really, no. Uh, but I, I will make sure that I do what is necessary to that right. that, yeah. that other person has enjoyed themselves But it's had to have fully. happened, right, in, at least. Listen, as, as an active cuck, I feel upset when the guy, <laughs> the guy will not yeah. get... It's funny, though. I feel bad for the guy I've hired. <laughs> I think, uh, have you guys, guys, have you ever faked one? No. Um, Boy, yes. Yes. Yes, yes actually. Wait, yeah. how is that possible? Yeah. Well, well, I can get away with pretend oh. like you, you know, what you do is you put a tank full of yogurt on your back. Oh, no, no, no. If, if, you ever see? <laughs> Listen, if you're, if you're using contraception, you can fake it. Right. And Got until it, you make it. It may have been from, like, Whiskey D, yeah. if you're familiar right, with right, that that right. scenario. Uh, or, you know... Where I could just, never claim that. You're, you're just know, tired. You're where you're just, yeah, you just, I'm yeah. just beat, dude. Yeah. I can't do this anymore. I have just inadequate D. <laughs> inadequate. Don't, yeah. You have SDE, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, prostate D. Um, Kathy, to answer your earlier question, I think, like, uh, it, it, it's not really a shot to the ego. It's just better when everybody gets to have yeah. their cookies, right? It's, yeah, like, yeah. it's a cooler experience for all parties involved. Yeah. yeah. Right. It, it, was, it, was that... Uh, that was Alec Baldwin in yes. that scene, right? Yeah. She gets, she gets her cookie. The meal ain't over until yeah, you, you both had your cookie. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's funny, though, because I feel like uh, if the guy doesn't, that's more of a shot to the w- woman's ego than, than anything. That's a, that's a fair question. If for some reason he is not available to or, or not able to finish, um, does she think, wow, is it me? You know what I mean? There's that a type good, of thing? Well, yes. I'm sure that's it. And you, you don't want that either. And no. and, and, and that's... that's it, emotions get so bad. So there's a great scene with uh, Zoe Kravitz. Um, they did a skit on SNL where she's giving the, the speech to the... You know, she's the bridesmaid. Mm-hmm. And she's talking about... You know, she says, says that, uh, that Dave is, you know, in the bedroom. And they go, oh. And, and I asked him, how is he? And she says... He's trying his best. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, we can't take phone calls right now. I know. Yeah, I our know. phones are, uh, are messed up. Uh, listen, And on, we feel inadequate hey, because of it. On my wedding night, no way, dude. We it, did? That did not happen no. at all. I was, like you didn't even do it or you guys didn't? Oh, didn't even do it, dude. I was so tired. bombed out of my mind. I was hammered. We got just, we, <laughs> we had the, a party and then an after party. Yeah. And then I was like, I had him puke on my wife oh, no. on my honeymoon. <laughs> honey, you know, on on the, our wedding night. I think more often than not, that's probably the case. It's such a long day. Oh, yeah. And you just get, we were wiped the F out. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. we made sure it happened. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because we had never done it before, so we, you know, oh yes, yeah, yeah. of course. It's the big night, so special. You spent the whole day thinking yes. about that. Yep, 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 yep. No. Now, mom, what do I do again? <laughs> uh, <it's... laughs> Wait, I'm about to. I'm, I'm uh, about I'm, to put, I'm gonna... put it. All right. Anyway, uh, in the long term, though, this study says that uh, faking it can hurt a woman's chances of developing deeper bonds with their partner. And can lead to trust issues. Break the cycle by asking if there's anything different that your partner would like to do. Yeah, not be with you. Tease to build tension mm. and spend more time engaging in solo play. Ooh, so you pretend you're Han Solo. Han Solo. Yes, exactly. Yes, Ooh, you're make, I'm going to uh, Kessel Run. I'm going right to land my now. Millennium Falcon yeah. right in your Death Star. You Lucky know what I'm saying? Nine parsecs, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give you all nine parsecs. I'm about seven yeah. parsecs. <laughs> So close. Uh, I only got about five parsecs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
There are some women texting and saying that they feel inadequate if they don't, um, if they're, to answer your question. It's Katie, horrible. Yeah, that they don't yeah. feel like they're doing a good job, uh, that the, the, the man doesn't love them as much. What, if the man doesn't? Correct. Well, I mean, like, honestly, I think I might have said before, what is the problem? Well, yeah. that does not help. Are you serious? That does not What's help. What's the problem? And if, no, no, and no. if the answer was you... <laughs> What's the problem? What Come is on. The problem I'm here? right here. Yes. <laughs> Come on. It's like Disney World down there. I don't get it. Why aren't you it. having fun? Yeah. Why are you not aroused? We're having fun, aren't we? <laughs> Dear God. God damn. Imagine hearing yeah. that uh-huh. in the bedroom. Uh-huh. You should do a JY video. <laughs> say that. Put the reverb on, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Kathy, say that again. Aren't we having fun here? <laughs> Oh, I'll <laughs> tell you this. Uh, yeah, there's, it's such a delicate thing. Yes. And everyone's, you know, if just love the person that you're with and, and understand. Hey, and talk. Yeah. I, I found that yeah. if, you, if you go ahead and you, and you get past the awkwardness. Talk on the phone with someone else while you're doing no, it. No, 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 no. 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 So did if, you get that tool shed? <laughs> Yeah, those things are a bitch to build, aren't they? Excuse oh me. Uh, 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 uh. So anyway, talk to your partner about what what works for you and what doesn't work for you, it, it or or what might be fun and adventurous. And and sometimes it's a bit of a leap of faith if if you're kind of if your sensibilities are on the fringe, maybe. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, but yeah. nonetheless. And by the way, I saw this text come in and said. Uh, this uh, gives new meaning to Han shot first. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, uh, let's head down another aisle, if you will. Uh, we're going to go over to the smoothies. Uh, we right have next a, to the sex section. We have a smoothie <laughs> section next to the uh, sex section. So the question is, would you pay $17 for a smoothie? Yeah. It would depend on what was in it. Uh, after being popularized by Haley Bieber on TikTok. Bieber. The strawberry glazed skin smoothie is apparently going viral. So I like strawberry. Um, I do too. Um, and so I uh, would like a little banana in there too. So the smoothie, yeah. which is sold at uh, Erewhon, uh, which is, I've never heard of it. It's spelled so one of the Elven gods. E R E W H O N. And. How was that smoothie? Did you like it? I put some protein powder in it so you can work out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like an or- it's like an organic. Yeah. So here's organic. here's what it has. It, it it consists of. So you can perform better in the sack and not disappoint your lover. Can hobbits take it too? Absolutely. Okay. Take it right in there, standing up. Uh, it consists of wellness supporting ingredients, uh, which is vague. Bull, bull, I was about to well, say vague BS. <laughs> no, I was about I, to go full blown bullets. No, I have some. Uh, I have some of the ingredients. Okay, it, it has dates, collagen, sea moss, okay. sea moss. Yeah, mm. the collagen I've been hearing. Sea moss yes, smoothie. Just, <laughs> I've been hearing more about the sea moss. Sea moss smoothies. I'm, I'm here so, watching Sea Biscuit. What were you saying, Casey? Uh, well, it's funny you should do that. That uh, voice, Steve. Uh, I've been hearing more and more about collagen, uh, collagen peptides. Thinking about putting them in my uh, my coffee in the morning, but uh, okay, from uh, Cowper. Cowper was saying, talking about how he collagen takes collagen. Peptides. Yeah, yeah. Okay, really? Yeah. Uh, about how he what? He takes collagen every day. I don't know. Okay. If it's it's for skin but... elasticity, is it not? Right. Yeah, it's like um, I mean, you can put in a powder. I didn't have great results with it. Your skin is silky smooth. It feels so soft. Yeah, <laughs> soft and silky smooth. Thick. 
All right, so, to, so it has Your dates. Skin is thick. I like Colli- dates. Collagen, sea moss. Sea moss. Coconut cream. What does sea moss do? I don't know. Okay. Uh, makes it invite to the seahorse party. <laughs> and strawberries as well. So Sick. And seahorse sea moss. Seahorses. Yeah. Forever. Forever. Right, um, sea moss is an antibacterial, antiviral, so it just helps mm. overall. There's health. a lot of... Um, you know, hocus pocus kind of stuff going on when the people put together these these concoctions. I know. I do, I do love a good smoothie, though. I, I will. I, do too. I will put the whey protein in. I'll uh, do the it, you know all that stuff. It's seventeen dollars here, folks. Have we glanced over that? Yeah. Seventeen bucks. Sick. Well, but, is that seventeen in LA meal. or it's a, more yeah, than a meal? It's a market in Los Angeles, so yeah. although you know very expensive, it's probably you're probably going to yeah. go to the next store and get a seventeen dollars smoothie there too. It just happened to be the one that she posted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you guys gotten the smoothies at Wawa? They're they're pretty good, uh, and you can get some no, stuff in there. Yeah, you can get uh, okay. if you want like extra protein or B twelve so or something what, what, like that. What are there more healthy? Because they just actually today introduced a um, a healthier menu line. Did you see that? So no. Maybe they, yes. Okay. Wawa did. Yes, they did. Oh yeah. yeah. It could do a little checking on it, but it's one. It'll provide you with I think in the five hundred calorie range and okay. lower. I like their quinoa bowls. They're really had, good. I haven't, I haven't had one in a long time, but you I really enjoy like, the, the Greek quinoa bowl. They're a little chopped up watermelon. Any of those yeah, fruit, yeah, yeah. Uh, little fruit things that they have together. Sick. Anyway, uh, if you don't want to spend 17 bucks on a smoothie, they have... I want to spend more. They have your do-it-yourself recipes that have been popping up on social media. No. So, so you'll need... Why no? <laughs> <laughs> it's just got to go in the kitchen. <laughs> All right, well, in case you oh, do. Hey, I'll tell you why. You want to know why? No. During the juicing craze, we got this juicer. I know. Claire and I. We put in about $200 worth of produce and got seven ounces of juice. <laughs> yeah, but smoothies are so easy to make. You just buy the frozen ve- uh, frozen fruit, sure. actually, and, and fresh kale and stick that in the freezer as well. Yeah. No. Uh, or you do it. Or yeah. Ba- bananas. Yeah, you can throw bananas in the freezer. We do that. And then you use them when you're ready to make a smoothie. Yeah. They're easy to make, especially if you, if you have one of those bullet um, yeah, yeah. Um, mixers. Little, little ninjas. Yep, those are great. Steve, I did the Daily Harvest for a while. Are you familiar with yes, those? Yes, I am, fr- yeah. The frozen, like if you don't want right. to, like me, if you don't want to cook like those right. people on the other uh, side of the board, you right. can get those. Did you like them? Yeah, I did like them. Really? A lot. Okay. Yeah. All those right, people. <laughs> so here's the do-it-yourself. Those recipe. frontiersmen on the other side of the car. Here's the recipe: <laughs> almond milk, strawberries, vanilla collagen, uh, hyaluronic acid, coconut cream, sea moss gel, sea moss, avocado, Ooh. maple syrup, dates, and strawberry glaze. To recreate the smoothie at home. Okay. That, that sounds very healthy. That's a lot of stuff. I would try yeah. it for free. I don't want to pay $17 for it. <laughs> yeah. It sounds expensive. good. Quick question. It's not worth the 17 bucks. Simply because it contains all these healthy elements, what is it like calorically? Yeah, I don't know. Because a lot of these oh, things you think, well, this is healthy, and you look at it, and it's 800 calories. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a fair amount because if this has avocado in it, avocados are fairly high yeah. calor- calorically. Yeah. But you get the, the proper... The, the good fats right. in there. So, But anyhow, uh, 17 bucks if you want to go to uh, yeah, Erewhon. Uh, there's no added sugar or anything like that in that okay. one. Okay. All right. Uh, you got to add sugar. All right. Uh, we're going down to another. Nope. everybody. Hey. Other than the smoothies. I do. All right. Here's, here's a sweet story. Uh, we're going to the pet section of my store. Oh, yeah. You know I love the pets. A penguin in California... <clears throat> is getting a new lease on life thanks to a pair of prosthetic boots that they made for him. Huh. 
Lucas is an African penguin at the San Diego Zoo and was diagnosed with a degenerative foot condition called Bumblefoot. Bumblefoot. I didn't know that was a real thing. Yeah, I always thought that was someone who was clumsy. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't know it had to do with penguins. And I want to say there's like a... Like a musician named yeah. Bumblefoot? He was in um, that band with Axel for a stretch. Yeah. So the, Wait. Ma- the made up. Was it a penguin? No, no, no. It was no. the made up version of um, GNR with a bunch of sub players, a bunch of scabs. Was it Bumblefoot? Oh, Pretty sure. I thought that I was you're right. Or was it Buckethead? No, it was Buckethead. No, I think it was both. And then, yeah. Okay. There, there's a Buckethead and a Bumblefoot. Maybe it was Bumble Bucket. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. a Bumblefoot um, guitarist. and Ron Bumblefoot Thal. Is his name. I'm pretty sure he played with Axel first. Yeah. Then there's Lonnie $17 Smoothie Johnson. They, they hired, in Guns N' Roses, <laughs> Axel hired two people. One was named Buckethead, and the other guy was named Bumblefoot. Okay. So anyhow, Bumblefoot causes painful lesions on the feet and can uh-huh. lead to sepsis, infection, and death if left untreated. Wow. Sepsis. Sepsis is sick. Uh, zoo officials... You know you cure it? $17 Smoothie. Set <laughs> The official zoo official said on Monday, though, that Lucas has recently been fitted with a pair of prosthetic shoes Aww. made of neoprene and rubber, which will allow him to walk better and minimize, minimize the pressure on his feet when he moves. Uh, the booth That's him dancing to uh, Nancy Sinatra. Happy feet. Uh, the boots were created uh-huh. by the zoo in partnership with animal prosthesis organization called Therapaw, which makes artificial limbs for a variety of animals. And all they had to do was just nail them on and we're going to No, no. For these, for Lucas, the boots had been a long time coming. The four-year-old penguin initially developed a spinal infection as a young chick that left uh-huh. him without the uh, bil- with the inability to stand properly. And the medical team at San Diego Zoo attempted therapy and acupuncture to try to relieve his pain, but these efforts were mostly unsuccessful. And as his condition began to worsen, uh, they reached out to Therapaw as a last-ditch effort. And zoo officials said uh, that the boots were created by having Lucas walk across sand and then manufacturing a mold that would allow him to stand upright on his ankles. Zoo officials observed that following Lucas being fitted with the boots, his posture and gait improved, allowing him to maintain his balance better and move around his habitat more easily. Isn't that nice? I, that's wonderful. There, There's a, a website. There's also, it's also a, a channel uh, called Dodo. And it's all oh, yeah. s- s- inspiring animal stories yeah. and how they, you know, like uh, the the dogs that'll get that have the hip dysplasia that end up with a like a wagon yeah. Yeah. and they move around. All this stuff is great when they can regain their mobility. I love when that stuff shows up on my Twitter feed. Oh, it's always it's um, just wonderful. Do uh, do people eat penguins? Oh, yeah, I think so. In smoothies, yeah. I know they'll put them in there. No, I, I don't know. Casey, I see, like pen- birds and stuff. I'm like, there's parrots. Some- people eat parrots. <sighs> I don't know if there's some people who do eat parrots. Penguins are not eaten in any cuisine around the world. Okay. Although, they just opened up a penguin place up the street. Uh, <laughs> although penguin meat is not toxic to humans. Jesus Christ. I know. Your mind. Well, listen, man. Your people mind. eat everything, though. I but know. But he's right. But just They'll the eat way anything. your <laughs> mind works, I would never stop to think, out, especially out loud, do people eat with penguins? Yeah, yeah. Hey, do um, I love you for it. No, yeah. how do you like your walrus? <laughs> So, sure, I'm sure somebody. So, they're so easy to listen. Like, I always, dude, we always say this, right? There's somebody. You just somewhere. walk over and you pick them up by the neck and ring them. <laughs> who ate the like? Who ate the first uh, oyster? Uh huh. Who ate jellyfish? Chicken oh, egg. Chicken yeah. egg. It is a lot like though. Driving in the car with my son, like Jace will make comments like that. Like they I just go like, out, they just spew mm-hmm. out. Yeah, them, like right? it's either Jace or Casey. I don't know. I know it's great, Jacey. Jacey. No. <laughs> Jinx. Oh my god. Oh, call me. <laughs> no, but do they? Do people eat walrus? Yeah. Okay. 
Yes. So, okay. Yeah, so there's a walrus. You know, there's a combo. It's a walrus place, and the other half is the penguin place. Walrus and penguin. penguin. And parakeet is also edible. It is. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I hate food that talks to you while you're eating it. <laughs> but nobody eats penguin. Okay. Nobody eats like my grandmother. <laughs> Can we move on? <laughs> but I, no, I just love the way he said that out because it's like you had been waiting yeah. for for a moment to, to for that to come up in a conversation for you to say that. Like you had thought about this before. What the right? penguin? Yeah. No. Well, no, think about no, it. this. Is the first time you first thought time about I ever it? thought about okay. it. Okay. Think right. about when you were learned that people eat horse meat. It's yeah. Like, oh my God! I thought that was an animal. I thought that was, I thought that was verboten. But it may, somewhere somebody may somewhere. You know, maybe oh. during like the uh, if they were who was the uh, the, the captain in, in uh... dude? I've eaten horse meat. There yeah. you go. Me yeah. too. Yeah. In uh, in Sweden, it's yeah. uh, they they believe it or not, it was like a, a deli meat. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah, so. I'd try walrus. Come on. Uh, I, I know you would. <laughs> Give it a shot. <laughs> I, Nick came in this morning and started eating his chair. Yeah. Why? Right. He's got an iron constitution. We're going to the to the health conscious part of the store now. Apparently, one of your most powerful tools to improve health, bolster relationships, and just feel better. I know what it is. What is it? A router. No, it's not a router. Oh, oh. you said a tool. No, no, no. You want you are. This is something you oh, already, already oh, possess. I see. Okay. No matter who you are, and apparently, it is your smile. Hmm. I can improve your health and bolster relationships. There are. I you just feel better. I agree. I, I end up smiling a lot when I when I when I pass people in the hallways. I smile and, uh-huh. and, and say, "How are you?" Some people have very magnetic smiles, though, that are just that make you feel good when they smile at you. Oh yeah, we, we know a few people. Uh, Lauren. Lauren. Oh, Lauren. Yes, absolutely. Florally Henwood. What's her Wakeus? What's yeah. that? Well, she was Henwood. Now Henwood. She's, yeah. Lauren, she she's has, got. She's got the smile. It's an intoxicating smile. It makes make, you feel good. Makes you happy. Yep. Uh, She's like a penguin with Kathy's shoes. got a great smile. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what a face. Uh, so I uh, I like to smile. I don't like my smile. You know what I mean? No one does. I know. Wait, like, let me see. Why? No, your smile's fine. Mm-hmm. You. That, that's not your smile. Your smile is... Um, I don't know what it is. When you're laughing, you have a you have a pre or post laugh smile, yeah, which is a legit smile. That's like your genuine yeah happiness. I, I face. don't like fake smiles. Nick, you have your finger out. Um, He's pointing at me. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, was, have... I thought you had uh, you had a point to make. I did, <laughs> and then I got distracted. <laughs> oh, I know what it was. What was yeah, it? I think you combine that smile with the uh, the voice she uses in the bedroom. Oh, in the bedroom. Yeah, we're having fun here, aren't we? <laughs> So Americans tend to smile more and wider than folks in other countries, research shows. Uh, Those uh, megawatt grins are actually good for our mental and physical health. So the the science-backed benefits of smiling include stress relief, pain relief, and strengthened relationships. I was reading a book, um, just finished it, fascinating, uh, and they talk about the need, or this author, Naomi, what was her name, about... um, just how important, just how medical data confirms the importance of smiling, of a handshake, of the of a an, a an arm around you when you're in you know when you're in despair. Those things which you always say, well, that's nice. It's more than nice. We need it physically, and to yeah. see someone smile can really turn your attitude. And I would around. imagine, Steve, the absence of those things can, over over time. Preston, I, my mind was blown with yeah. the data about how it can send people into physical. 
a physical bad place where it's actually it. physically harming them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if you can, smile unless yeah. you have a, you know, a jacked up grill. All right, so uh, you can have <laughs> jacked up grill. Because <laughs> people with jacked up grills are less inclined to smile. That's right. Teeth keepers, right, Kathy? Absolutely. It's one of the... Uh, Teethkeepers.com. That's one of the, the, the clients here. All right, so here are some examples. Smile the pain away. Research has shown that uh, smiling during running can make you... You look like an idiot. ...more uh-huh. efficient and make the run feel more manageable. <laughs> 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 He's having a good time, actually. Yeah. Uh, our smiles send cues to... You really enjoying that heart attack, young fella? Uh, send smi- they send cues to our brains that we are okay. And one study found that smiling during a shot, Kathy, can... What was that? Nothing, don't worry about it. Uh, can lessen the perceived pain of the needle. Yeah, I, I not that I think it would lessen the pain, but... Um, there's situations like that where I will, I'll try to smile. Like, really? even like in yoga, if you're like in a pose yeah, and, yeah. and, you know, it's very tough for you, the instructor will say, okay, now smile. Like, do, do you smile when a, when a man is failing to uh, 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 satisfy you? <laughs> What's the problem? Yeah. What's that smile? You've got that horrible smile on your face. I, I can't stay around. All right, you can de-stress by smiling. When you smile in a tense situation, your body has a real physical response. Researchers at the University of Kansas found your heart rate slows down and your stress starts to melt away, even if you're not actually feeling smiley. Preston, I think about this uh, as a... Um, Almost like a creative visualization. You put out that smile. You put out that goodwill. You, you and it comes back to you. I think you know people will respond in kind. It's to me that's it's such a simple thing. What what is the old saying? It takes twice as oh. many muscles to frown as it does yeah. to smile. Right. Yeah, that, but as my friend Steve says, yeah, well, I'm getting a good workout. <laughs> but honestly, like... Dude, what if it's like a fake smile, though? Like, yeah. do, I don't think yeah. you get the benefits if somebody's just faking it. Yeah. Oh, and I agree. And you, I can tell, you know... Like, uh, the, a legitimate smile is when someone's sitting down to a big bowl of penguin. <laughs> <laughs> is this fresh? <laughs> God damn, this is the best penguin I've ever had. <laughs> Would you like me to grind up some walrus in that? Yes, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they walk is that going to cost? Table. How much extra is that going to cost? Bring over the walrus mill. <laughs> um, all right, back to smiles. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, look your best. It's a fact. We find people more attractive when they smile. Now, now obviously, Kathy has you know, stellar teeth, so when someone has a really nice, you know, uh, smile, it, it, it does make it better. Yeah. But I think also even a grin or just a knowing nod. Um, and then it's or, or the thing where you put your tongue between your two fingers. One of the reasons that Americans smile so much is our nation's diversity. It turns out that countries with lots of immigration have historically relied more on nonverbal communication, thus people there might smile more. Right. When, you, when language is a barrier, there are cues that yeah. uh, that that make people more approachable. Yeah. I, that, that makes total sense to me. So, you know when you show your teeth when you smile, um, when you smile big? Yes, and your balls. <laughs> and your balls. I was wondering if, like, you smile at a dog, if they look at that as, like, aggression because you're showing your teeth. So here's the deal. Uh, I just, there's a great special on Netflix about cats. That uh-huh. they, they just, oh, yeah. Right. It's excellent. Yeah, yeah. I started watching that. <clears throat> yes. And, and the, the cues, uh, cats take blinking. As a sign of of like a like affection, like of smiling, yeah, okay, yeah, of yeah. non <clears throat> non aggression, right? So yeah. that you, that you would be willing that you close your eyes in their presence. Do you remember that the woman that that had a uh, she had a uh, a mountain lion in yes. her home, right? Yeah, and she started 
blinking right. as she was confronted with this uh, animal to uh, to give it a, d- to give a visual yeah. cue yeah. that I am not aggressive. I am not. Uh, I'm. I'm nothing to be afraid. Wait, of. is it right. like a like like a slow blink or a hard blink? Like so you have when to. You notice you gotta... when, you, when your cat when your cat will sort of do this when it's yeah. it, it'll hold its eyes closed. It's basically saying. There's a level of confidence that you're. Yeah, yeah. Get a so blink. Like, my my guard we is not on. Right, right, right. But if yeah. we were to do that to it, them, they would they respond. Would feel? Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just real quick on, on that uh, documentary, the guy that talks about like if you were to de- uh, to design a land predator, it's, that you would the build domestic like a cat, cat, cat. The domestic yeah. cat precedent. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Like, their agility and flexibility, and it, yeah. just, it was really impressive. They show in their the way their spinal column is designed, Nick. It, there are um, the the sponginess between, I guess, the vertebrae. Allows them to basically yeah. when, when they when they yeah. they have an uncanny you know yeah. you, the old you drop a cat it'll land on its feet yeah. it has an uncanny ability to determine in midair what is up and what is down. And that's the, yeah. like the first five minutes of that <clears throat> whole yeah. documentary. Yeah. yeah, and that's on Netflix right now. Yeah. Netflix mm-hmm. right now, one off uh, thing or is it a I, I, I hope they do a dog one as well because okay. I, I found it fascinating. All right, well, uh, smile at your dog. Yes. Yeah, and I don't know what will happen. All right. Uh, do I have time for one more? You or? do not. Okay. Then we got. We got I'm sorry, we got a close-up shot. The manager just oh, came in. Right. And I know I own the place, but he runs it. So I got the penguin on the grill right now. I gotta go. <laughs> we got a shot it down. But thanks for stopping by, y'all. Hey. It's always nice to see you here at the Bye. general store. Goodbye. Uh, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna go live on Fox Good Day, and we will share some bizarre file stories with you. Be back in a moment. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're about to get back into things. About uh, 10 seconds or so, we're going to go live on Fox Good Day. So as soon as we hear that music, we will be on uh, the television and the radio at the same time. Here we go right now is when it's happening, friends. 7.56. Look at that beautiful view because it's going to be a beautiful day. But we need to get to Preston and Steve. Because we're asking parents, hey guys, hey, hey, morning guys, how much? Morning. How much do you hate your kids' music, or do you like it? Uh, okay, so I got very lucky, and uh, I love my kids' music. Uh, so okay. my yeah, my youngest uh, Caroline and I will will go and drive around and just you know kind of see the countryside and whatnot, and. Uh, she'll put the playlist on. Oh, that's awesome. And sometimes we'll go one for one. I'll play a song, she'll play a song, I'll play a song, she'll play a song. And so we're kind of exploring our musical taste together. Huh. Uh, and she kind of likes like uh, indie rock, weird kind yeah. of but stuff. stuff you're into. But stuff I'm yeah. open to and into as well. And uh, yeah, it's it's cool. I don't detest what my kids are listening to. I'm very lucky. My wife and I are very lucky because our cats listen to whatever we put on. Oh, right. smart. So, uh, <laughs> kids, and they don't have opposable thumbs, so they can't change the dial. So yeah. it works out well. 
So, but you I did I'm, luck out with yeah. the meow mix. I'm open to hearing what what they want to share, and I've just been lucky that it's kind of stuff that 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 I dig. It's nothing. I think Casey's really taking the biggest jump, right? Yeah, I mean, all, all three of my kids listen to three different genres of music. Uh, my oldest was really into show tunes and still is, but uh, I was the one who kind of introduced her to that stuff, right? And then now okay. she's listening to other cool things that I had, or you know, like David Bowie and stuff like that. That's awesome. My youngest is, you know, she just went to see Harry Styles in New York. I like Harry Styles. I like, uh, you know, all that, like, pop music. But then my son, he's the one who's really testing me because he listens to rap. And uh, I just downloaded the new DJ Khaled album yesterday. Because I was Got listening, it. I, yeah, it's good, right? <laughs> Got, it. Got it. Um, but uh, you know, Jay Z did like a five-minute verse on one song. I'm like, well, I got to hear this, and so I, it was important for me to not dismiss my children's music uh, as they were, you know, introducing me to things that I wouldn't yep. normally listen to. That's cool. I mean, was just... there ever a moment where you felt old? I mean, maybe your favorite song on an oldies classic station. Huh. Well, yeah, when because my son listens to rap. <laughs> oh. Well, I, when I had two li- live crew, no, no, I was like, listen, you need to listen to this song, and it was the Sugar Hill Gang, right? Yeah, and like that style of rap compared to today's style of rap is like hip it's, hop, hip hop, hip hip hop, and you don't stop for rocking to the bang bang boogie. Say up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie okay. to beat, right? Oh, yes. Guess what? Oh, oh, Sugar Hill is impressed. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm very impressed. I feel like there has to be a rule, though. Like the previous generation can't like right. <laughs> what what the next generation. Cancels out the yeah, call. there's usually always like a difference. I remember my dad and I. We had a rule, especially when I got driving age. He was like, "If you're driving, fine. I'll tolerate. It. I'll listen to your music. Yeah. And then if I'm driving, we got to play what I want to hear." But he would always tell me, especially when it comes to rap, Casey, that like. Um, he would always say, well, this is a sample. This has already been done. And he would like to point out, I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, cool. Let me hear the original. And, you know, even with, like, Silk Sonic, they're doing a lot of remakes of old songs. And so people are rediscovering. I think yeah. it's, with Casey, it's important to be open to what your kids are playing for you uh, mm-hmm. to, to bond that relationship. Unless, of course, it's country music and you can get yeah. it out of my car. <laughs> but that's me personally. So, you know. Uh, but, but yeah, I... Sharing that, it, 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 it enforces the bond. I think it's great. Well, 2,000 parents in this survey that brought up this whole study, they found, almost half of them said that they can't stand it. But I think it's a great idea that you guys are saying it's good. It's a way to bond with your kids and know what they're forth. up to. My yep. playlist, your playlist. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. All right, take care, guys. Bye-bye. We'll see you later. All right, so we didn't get a look at traffic. Let's go ahead and dive into that now. 759. Kathy, what's going on this morning? Now we have an accident on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. It's eastbound, jammed from the Blue Route to Fort Washington. The left lane is blocked. Schuylkill Expressway eastbound. Uh, that's slowing from 202 into Belmont Heavy City to Spring Garden. Westbound, Pashyunk to Spring Garden. 95 southbound slows from Academy through to Bridge. Blue Route southbound, backing up the Mid-County Tolls to the Schuylkill Expressway. Northbound, heavy 95 to the Media Bypass. A 30 bypass eastbound jams Reesville Road to 113, and then in New Jersey, 55 northbound, heavy Deptford to 42. Over the Ben Franklin Bridge westbound, you're jammed the toll plaza to Ethan Vine. This traffic report brought to you by InvisibleFence.com. Invisible Fence brand's exclusive containment technology helps keep pets secure at home for a limited time. Get $200 off your system. Schedule your free consultation at InvisibleFence.com. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. 
Time to this morning by Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. They present Candlebox coming uh, Sunday, September 4th. And tickets are on sale at livecasinophilly.com. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. A, a team of inept monkey hunters <laughs> in Japan. And that's the name of a band, by the way. Yeah. Inept uh, monkey hunters. Inept! I think. Uh, accidentally shot a woman who had reported a monkey to them with their tranquilizer dart yesterday afternoon. <laughs> the incident occurred after I don't feel so several witnesses reported seeing Sorry about that. Uh, the macaque near Fujikawa Station. <clears throat> Three municipal employees and one monkey hunting specialist <laughs> armed with tranquilizer rifles were dispatched to the scene to take the monkey down. Oh, boy. Upon arrival, as they spoke with the unfortunate woman who was giving them details as the rogue monkey's whereabouts... You shot me! One of the team accidentally shot her in the arm with a tranquilizer dart. Uh, City officials explained that one of the hunter's fingers slipped while tapping the barrel of the rifle to prevent air leakage and pulled the trigger (laughs) with the barrel pointed at the uh, helpful woman. Enough sedative to knock out a 33-pound monkey flooded into her bloodstream... And put her to sleep almost immediately. Uh, the hapless monkey hunting. Can I have some pudding. The hapless monkey hunting team rushed the woman to the hospital, where she woke up an hour later. Although it was still another hour before she was lucid enough to properly express herself. Wow! She suffered no injuries and was released later that day. Uh, the monkey remains at large. Uh, the incident raised questions about the competence of their monkey hunters. So so this is a, a big issue with handling the monkey population? Yeah, apparently they've been having some run-ins. All right. Uh, and the Fuji City government issued an apology to the woman. They promised a full investigation into the incident. Was it this area or was it uh, another area where the monkeys were actively, like, throwing dogs and cats off roofs and stuff like that, attacking children? Yeah. Yeah. It was in India, yeah. Uh, so here's a follow-up story. All right, the alleged duck sauce killer. Oh yeah, oh, this this guy. The yeah. whole, it, it turned out he had been hoarding duck sauce. Well, his dying declaration, because uh, apparently he left a note. Good, that's a- always good. Accused the NYPD of sloppy police work and complained that the accommodation at Rikers left much to be desired. Oh, it's like a prison. Uh, <laughs> this place is like, it's a, like a prison. prison. Uh, the letter by Glenn Hirsch, who allegedly shot a food delivery man in a long-running feud with a Chinese restaurant over a lack of duck sauce, uh, was filed as a court exhibit on Monday and obtained by the New York Post. Where's the duck sauce? Uh, Hirsch dated it. Uh, dated the six-page letter August 5th, the day of his suicide, oh. writing, I hereby declare my innocence in connection with the death of Mr. Zhuen Yan. I did not shoot Mr. Yan, and I am not responsible for his death. In a ridiculous and feeble attempt to portray me as someone who is uh, condiment-obsessed and overly vexatious or disturbed, the NYPD took photographs of the inside of my refrigerator, wrongly reporting that it is filled with condiments. Hirsch also causes arrest and indictment, one of the most obscene and egregious cases of defamation and wrongful arrest in recent memory. It is a textbook case of sloppy police work, confirmation bias, political pressure, and rush to judgment. Like, they had witnesses that this guy did this. He shot a guy over duck sauce. Yeah. It's crazy. It's hard to argue your way out of that. 
Yeah, so he had uh, he has apparently he had written this uh, suicide note. Well, history will yeah. think kindly of him now. Yep. They don't actually, there's like no duck in duck sauce, right? It's no. just the name. It's penguins. Uh, penguins. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they make it with penguins. <laughs> uh, actually, I have another condiment story. Let me see if I can find this. It was a little deeper in the bizarre file, but I would like to tie uh, these two together. Um, hang on just a second here. Not duck sauce, not uh, A1? No, it's actually, uh, yeah, here we go. An Arizona woman was arrested uh, in Newport on Tuesday after she allegedly covered the sales floor of a local cannabis dispensary in condiments. So the woman began throwing condiments inside of the dispensary after she purchased cannabis from the store. Upon completing her purchase, 42-year-old Ronnie Marie Dulesky pulled a small packet of unknown sauce from her purse and began smearing the condiment around the sales counter and throwing it at medication station dispensary employees. So it's just one packet of... No, there was more. Employees oh. reported that uh, Dulesky, they were they reported reportedly asked her to stop making a mess and leave the store. However... When they escorted her to the lobby, she reportedly pulled out a bottle of teriyaki sauce from her purse (laughs) and proceeded to cover the room with more sauce. So she started with a packet. Okay. And then she had a bottle stashed away in her purse. Was she a client at this dispensary? Yeah, she made a purchase. Yeah. So the woman dug deeper into her purse, producing a bottle of teriyaki sauce, which she then poured onto the carpet. She flung the remaining sweet and tangy, sticky contents of the bottle on the walls and Ah! furnishings. Dulesky left the store when the bottle was empty and was contacted a short while later by a responding officer who ultimately took her into custody. An officer informed her that she was under arrest. She told him she wasn't and began struggling with the officer. After a very (laughs) brief attempt at resisting arrest, the officer took her into custody. You're under arrest. Oh, I'm not. Yeah. No, really, you are. (laughs) All right, this is a story out of New York City. Gunfire erupted paces away from St. Patrick's Cathedral when a game of three-card Monty went awry, <laughs> sending tourists scattering, police and witnesses said. You've seen those guys, right? Oh, I played it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got my ass handed right. to me. It's a, it's a scam. Look at this. This, yeah. is, this game's easy. People yeah. are winning left and right. <laughs> they were all in on it. Right, yeah. Except for me. All right, so uh, two groups of people have been sitting under scaffolding playing a card game around 450. One of them won, one of the men won a gold necklace, uh, but the other was not happy to be losing uh, the uh, be on the losing end of the gamble. So the angry man walked over to a black BMW, grabbed a gun from inside, and fired off a single shot instead of forking over the jewelry. The bullet shattered the driver's side window of a red Mercedes Benz. The guy started running, and then, according to a witness, started chasing. They started chasing each other down the block. Uh, everybody started running on the street, mostly tourists and some New Yorkers. He said, "What a day!" Uh, the men got into their cars and raced around the block. The BMW chasing after the Mercedes and into a nearby parking garage. One man from each car got out of the vehicles. Witnesses said they fought each other for less than a minute. They then returned to their vehicles and drove off separately. <laughs> Police have not made any arrests in this incident as of yet. Three card money, man. Yep. It's been around forever. It's, and it's a total scam. All right, and uh, let me do one more quick story. Uh, police arrested a meatpacker employee on Long Island for tampering with the product about to go to consumers. Karen Gutierrez was arrested, according to detectives, while working as a meat packer for the Ava companies. Gutierrez allegedly removed a coin from her pocket and then shoved it into a meat package that was set to go out for retail consumption. Ooh, it's like a Greek bread, a, a New Year's bread. They put a dime in it. Uh, the bin of meat products that were set to be distributed for retail consumption were discarded, causing a loss of $400. You got the lucky coin. On Friday, police placed uh, Gutierrez under arrest without further incident, and she is charged with criminal mischief, tampering with consumer product, 
and criminal nuisance as well. And there you go. <laughs> That's what I have in the bizarre file for now. Don't forget, secret text word. We have your chance to win tickets to see Whitney Cummings. She's going to be doing the uh, Touch Me Tour Friday, September 9th at the Miller Theater for me, formerly the Miriam Theater. Text word secret to 39333 to get in on uh, the winning on that. And we'll take a break and come back in just a moment. Stay with us. up the best burger in Philly. Taste for yourself. Philly Burger Bro is back. Round one. Bite. So get off your buns and come sample the region's meat you can't beat. From traditional to gourmet to, whoa, what's on that one? Come stuff your grill with unlimited burger bites. Sunday, October 23rd. Outdoors at Xfinity Live with cold beer and live music. Benefiting Philly Parks and Rec's at-risk teen initiative. And Philly School District's after-school programming. Ticket info's up at WMMR.com. Don't miss Philly Burger Brawl 2022 at Xfinity Live. I do love the taste of a good burger. Mm. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your taste buds. A little bit later on, actor Tom Hopper uh, is going to be joining us. He plays uh, Luther on uh, Umbrella Academy, and he's also in a show called Love in the Villa, which is on uh, Netflix on Thursday. It's a rom-com. Talk to him in a little bit. Um, I would like to thank uh, listener Jerry Torres. Uh, Jerry sends me all kinds of great, interesting articles and things. Uh, He's a great guy to kind of go through and, and maybe find uh, to uh, put out on the on the air for topic of discussion. And he sent me one yesterday. Obviously, colleges got back into swing the last yeah. couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, so Vulture, he sent me this article from Vulture, and it's the twenty five best college comedies of all time movies. And so them, it has them ranked here in in an order. They're all comedies. They're all comedies. All right. Well, I I, I don't know about that. So okay. let me uh, let's let's start going through. Because the there's some great college movies that are not comedies. So number twenty five. And by the way, I will go on the record. I don't agree with this list. Good. Okay. I like that. But number twenty five is Drumline. Drumline is not a comedy. It's not a comedy. <laughs> There's a lot of drama in that film. Yeah. I mean, there's some funny moments, right. but for the most part, it's pretty, uh, there's a lot of uh, serious content going on. I've never on seen it. I I know you I liked loved it. it. Yeah, there's okay. one dreadful in Schindler's List. Doesn't make it a comedy. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't know there was no, crap. See, yeah, there's the director's cut. I mean, it's oh. categorized as a comedy drama. Huh. Okay. I find it to be more drama. Than, uh, yes. Than comedy, I mean, there, again, more. I would put it's. It's more a dramedy, if anything, yeah. and it's not even that much of an itty. All right, yeah. number 24 on this list is Van Wilder. Okay. Which uh, I have never seen. No, the, oh, really? The unofficial yeah. story of Burt Kreischer. We yeah. had, um, but we had Ryan Reynolds in studio to promote that movie and everything. Doesn't mean he saw it. I know, yeah, yeah, I, I know. See but, it. And he wasn't what he is now back no. then. Did you guys <laughs> like it? Yeah, I, I, I liked did. it. I did. I don't yeah. think it's great. I liked it. It's okay. a really nice introduction to the comedy of Ryan Reynolds. Like yes. His style, the way he delivers, you know, it's, it's deadpan delivery. Um, and it's him being like the quintessential uh, kind of college D-bag, you know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, number 23 on this list is PCU. Yeah, it should uh, be higher on the list, 1994. Man. I like that movie. PCU has a lot of, a lot of great moments in it. I, I, the the one that comes to mind is where they, I guess, they lock people in a room listening to Afternoon Delight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 you know that movie's only an hour and 19 minutes long? Oh, really? Yeah. I remember thinking how short that was. Really? Yeah. 
Well, and, it's yeah. fun, and it's funny seeing John Favreau as that stoner character. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Not what yeah. you really know him as. But it really only takes place over the course of like a day. Right. And there's a, it's a George Clinton concert that they're arranging, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Well... Yeah, he runs into him accidentally, right? Or something. Right. I guess they were gonna. They were supposed to be. Before. They're trying to raise remember. money to stay in their their house or something along those right, lines. Right, right. And uh, and getting George Clinton to play their frat party was part of it. Was okay. part of the money. George raising. Clinton Parliament <laughs> Funkadelic. Um, do you know you can't find that movie anywhere? I what? tried to show PCU? it to some friends recently. I was. It's kind of oh. ironic that PCU is like canceled, not shown anywhere. Yeah, it, it, wait, like it, no service. You can't buy it. You can't stream it really? online. You can't. Find it. That's and surprising. Spent a whole hour on a Saturday trying to find this movie. A whole hour. A whole, a whole hour. hour. I mean, the whole movie is an hour and nineteen minutes. Um, just said. It's on Prime Video, Amazon Prime. It's on Prime Video. It's on Prime Video. <laughs> I swear to God, like Kathy says, it's on Prime. Months ago, we tried to find this. Movie. Watch PCU Prime Video, Amazon.com. In fact, it's the special giveaway this month. No. Oh. Uh, right. Yeah. So, well, sometimes they're they're not out there. And There's, I, I've had a hard time finding some stuff recently, and. And you know they add and and uh, take away uh, to the streaming. Massive, yeah, you can't find massive media Hold men. On. You click it, um, and it, it's here. PCU gives all the information, and then it says this video is currently unavailable to watch in your location. Okay, mm. oh, so go into another room. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I found it on VHS, Marissa. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Really want to see it? All right, uh, number twenty-two. The list of uh, twenty-five best college comedies of all time accepted. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? Came out in 2006, Justin Long. Long. I like that movie a lot. Uh, Louis Black is in it. Uh, It's one of those, um, uh, you know, uh, actually Jonah Jonah Hill. Yeah, he's fat Jonah Hill. Super fat. Uh, But it's uh, the movie. Super fat. But the movie is, I think it has a really good sense of humor to it. It's got a good soundtrack, too. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, 21 on this list is Back to School. Rodney sure. Dangerfield. Oh, see, I that should be that. Uh, me too, Kat. That should I be. It. I think for me, that's probably. I got to hear this whole list, but to me, that's a top five college movie. I think it's way up there it's, too. But, yeah, but they've got it down on this again, list. Again, you, you already said you don't agree with it. No, and here's a perfect example of it. Now, granted, I haven't seen the movie, Steve. I'm sure you you have. Nine. 1932, from 1932, Horse Feathers. Oh, yes. The Marx the Brothers. Brothers. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, so. Uh, it's not. Did, it's a college movie? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it is. Um, okay. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> it's wild they throw that in there. Yeah. Okay. It's a funny. It's not my favorite Marx Brothers movie. Uh, 19 is The Waterboy. Um, I love The Waterboy. <laughs> the Waterboy, I hated when I, I first saw it. <laughs> I hated it. And uh, now, yeah. It's, it's one of those that grew on you? I mean, just uh, for Henry Winkler in his 70s outfit, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And, oh, my God, with the fro <laughs> and the whole thing. It's yes. great, yeah. And Jerry Reed. Perfect. So funny that yeah. they had him yeah. as Red Bow U. I didn't um, realize it was Jerry Reed. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. That's Jerry, Jerry Reed, Reed yeah. Uh, all right, number 19 on this list is Starter for 10. Not familiar. Mm-hmm. Came out in 2006. Oh. Uh, and features uh, English actors you love, such as James McAvoy, huh. Rebecca Hall, Dominic Cooper, James Corden, and Benedict Cumberbatch. Wow. Starter yeah, for yeah, 10. I don't, think, uh, don't know the movie. James would bristle if you called him English. He's Scottish. Oh, is he? Oh. Yes. Okay. Uh, so with uh, mainstream movies, it says you want the description of that. Uh, there are only two universities in England, Oxford and Cambridge, yet there are many smaller public and less prestigious institutions in the U.K., of course. It's uh, setting at a run-of-the-mill regular person university is part of the reason why Starter for Ten is so pleasant and refreshing. So it's the British Revenge of the Nerds. Maybe that's yeah. it. Yeah. 
Uh, Number 17 uh, is Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect is a is a, is a fun movie. I it, think it's yeah. fun. Um, yeah, I like it. I enjoyed the first one. Yeah, that's you know the subsequent. I didn't so watch much. the second one. I like the third one. Yeah, I, man, thought, I, I thought I got stupid, goofy, and yeah. self aware of how yeah. stupid. Well, goofy I mean, it, was. it got really. It's always been dumb, but in the second one, when they had the a riff off, and the Green Bay Packers were it, part of the riff off, you have like Clay Matthews, you know, like <laughs> which one like, was that? That was that was Pitch Perfect two. Uh, two okay, I, um, it was I like, forgot that. Uh, I, I believe we have the audio from that because it's just. I mean. And press, we're talking about uh, Pitch Perfect three. How it, you know, it's basically like international espionage going mm-hmm. on, and right. and then and that's really dumb as well. But when you have the Green Bay Packers, here it is. This, this is so good. Hang on, here it is. TJ, can you handle this? David, can you handle this? Clay, can you handle this? I don't think they can handle this. I don't think you're ready for this challenge. I don't think you're ready for. That's supposed to be them singing. That's them, yeah. That's I don't think you're ready for this because my body's super delicious for your back. I don't think you're ready for this challenge. My do you think yeah. they were really singing? No, no. no. I, in the beginning, I think they are. But right. uh... yeah. All right, 16 on this list of the 25 best college comedies of all time, The House Bunny. Yeah, that's uh, Anna Ferris, uh, where she's a former playmate. Uh, I like that. It's a guilty pleasure. You know, Kat Denning is in it as well. And it's, so it's is cute, um, right? Emma, oh, Emma Stone. Stone is yeah. that was... they, they all played sort of a nerdy sorority. Yeah. And then they start acting slutty. And then everything turns around for It's just, like Greece. We learn from Greece. Yeah. You want to get ahead, you got to be a slut. Yeah. You want to get ahead, you got to give every minute. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, number 15 on this is The Life of the Party. It came out in 2018. Not familiar. Melissa McCarthy. Uh, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, not good. It Never. was panned by critics. She ends really? up, yeah, because I think her daughter's in college, and right. she ends up like it's basically female back to school. I think so. Yeah. They've put this way ahead of back to school. Uh, they, they, they are so wrong. Yeah, and you are so right. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I disagree with a lot on this list. Uh, number fourteen came out in two thousand one, and it's how high. Oh yeah, um, Afro man. Yeah, it was Afro man. Uh, Afro, no, no, uh, red, Method, red man. man, and uh, red mailman, and red uh, man. UPS man. <laughs> I yeah. guess my man. Uh, actors, Red Man, Red Man, yeah. Method Man, not Afro Man. Yeah, okay. but Afro By Man way, has a song about getting high. Yes. He does. Yes, yes. And, and then there's Hugh Jackman. Speaking of Afro Man, I have a friend of mine who who loves because I got high, uh-huh. and he still listens to it. <laughs> and uh, we were talking about it the other day. I go, I go, you know, there's there's video of Afro Man punching this woman in yeah. the face. Have you ever seen that? I don't think oh, so. She, oh yeah, she, came she up gets on up on stage, and oh, he like boy. cold cocks her from the side. Now he's, she's an aggressive fan. He's playing guitar, and she comes up and starts like dancing, and she rubs her butt up against behind. He doesn't know who's behind him, but he feels somebody rubbing up against him. Without looking, <laughs> he turns around and punches her in the face, and she drops to the floor immediately. I don't think and he, then was he turns high. around and he just starts playing his guitar again. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, there's your Afro Man moment. Oops. Uh but anyhow, <laughs> amazing we've had multiple Afro Man moments this week. <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah. Yes, yes, we've discussed Afro Man a number of times. It was times. a music therapy conversation yesterday, Preston. That was oh, the song yeah. for you. Nick has the video up. Watch it. Nick, I want to get your reaction. Boom. Oops. Yo. Dude. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's not a, on, a light close, punch. Closed fist. Right to the face of this girl. I, I think it would have turned out better had he been high at that moment. He wouldn't have been able to swing so yeah. hard. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. Dude. He doesn't even pull the punch when he turns to her. All right. Well, no. He turns back around. Because he, he got my high. opinion That's, on Afro. <laughs> okay, so. It, it, it sucks when you lose your heroes. 
Number 13 on the 25 best college comedies of all time, according to Vulture, is Everybody Wants Some. Everybody Wants Some. Oh, you know, yeah. that's, a, that's an underrated movie. It's Richard Linklater. And uh, he, uh, the guy um, from Captain America, the, the, God, I can't think of it. Which uh, guy in Captain America? The, uh, the TV series. Um, uh, TV Jody, series. Uh, no, Goldie Hawn's son, Kurt Russell's oh, son. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Russell. Russell. Yeah, 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 he was in studio to promote that movie. Oh. He's very good. It's, You're it's, right. It's I a rem- really good movie. That it is good. Nobody saw. Uh, if you like Days and Confused, if you like that style of that movie, um, but I don't know how it made it high th- this high on the list. I mean, it's not um, like a classic, like Back to School or something like that. It's a good movie, though. No, I agree. And but it, it should it should be it, some of these movies should be well ahead of that. Uh, number twelve is the Spike Lee film School Days. I like it. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's Maybe great. I, I got to go back and watch it because that came out in the eighties, and um, I, it didn't speak to me at that point. He has a better college movie called Black Klansman. <laughs> no, that's not. That's not college. Movie. That's not. No, college. it's not a college movie. No, uh, but School Days. I remember. Yeah, it's been a long, long time since I've seen it, but I remember that the heavier moments of that movie. It is. It's again. It's not of the comedy. It, yeah, it's I'm, not. It's, it, it, but I guess if you're calling Drumline a comedy, right? right. But there was a. Uh, was there not a song dance like part of that movie, or maybe it was like some? It's, I, been, it's been forever since I've seen a case. Okay. Was there a bit or what? Um, what are you it's like to say? some sort of song and dance, and it might have been like a dream sequence where there was, you know. Was... Well, I know that they do the uh, they do the the, uh, the fraternities do those dance routines, right, right. Uh, and I forgot what you call that. It's a specific kind of group dancing that they do, which was kind of cool. I couldn't be misremembering, but what my in my mind's eye, I'm remembering a black and white checkered board floor okay. and some sort of dance number or something along those lines. I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Number 11 on this list is Neighbors. Oh, okay. okay. That's good. Zac Efron. Yep. Yeah. I like that movie. Yeah. It, it is a complete junk food movie. Uh, but uh, And I even like the sequel, which was with the sorority next door. All right. And then you have number... Now we're entering into the top 10. And we're going to a movie I've, I'm not familiar with, Damsels in Distress. Mm, yeah, again, yeah, not, not on that one. Came out in 2012, uh, and uh, Greta Gerwig is in it. They attempt to make, uh, it's a group of women attempt to make uh, the lives of other students better, whether they think they need to or want their help or not. Um, so, yeah, I don't know anything about this movie. Nope. But it was way up on their list. So, okie dokie. We should watch it. Uh, <laughs> number nine is 22 Jump Street. Okay. Yeah, I guess. I agree. So, my, when we were, we were having this conversation last night, you said we might talk about this tomorrow. I was in the car with my son and two of his rugby teammates. And without ever discussing anything, when the call was over, my son's friend Joe goes, 22 Jump Street is the best college movie ever of all time. <laughs> and I go... Well, I'm not going to say what I think is number one. I go, dude, have you ever seen this movie? He's like, no. And I go, watch this movie and then you know rethink what you just said to me. 22 Jump Street is, is so funny because 21 Jump Street is, is self-knowing, but 22 Jump Street is all about mocking sequels. Yeah. And so they're they're making fun of everything. Mock? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I haven't seen it. And it, so it takes it's place good. in college? So they go to college, okay. right? And so they keep making jokes about how old they look, Jonah Hill. And, <laughs> and, and, and so uh, uh, there's one really, uh, we had the actress in the studio here yeah. who's the roommate, and she keeps saying to Jonah Hill, uh, she, things like, Preston, oh, oh, is that how they did it in the old-timey days? <laughs> 
All right, well, that made it to number nine on Vulture's list of the 25 best college comedies of all time. All right, now you're speaking my language. Number eight is Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, yeah. It's a classic. And it's a classic, you know? It's, and- it's a classic on a number of accounts because it also represented that kind of movie comedy yeah. coming into vogue yep. uh, and, and being that... Definitely a descendant of uh, Animal House, and the the nerd persona had been an easy target, right, for movies up until then. Like that was it was just yeah. when there was a, was a very obvious right. dressed nerd, you knew what was going to happen to that. Character, Absolutely, no matter what. And this flipped it on its side. Hey, when did Hot for Teacher come out? That video. Did that precede uh, Revenge of the Nerds? It was in 84, mm-hmm. 85, because right. it was on the album 1984. So, right. Um, uh, yeah, and Revenge of the Nerds came out in 1984. But they would have probably had the movie, the movie already produced, yeah. uh, ready to go by then. Because so. that features a classic nerd image in that video. Okay, so here we go with number seven. Oh, and, no. and here's where you I don't like this. really have a problem right. because of its low number status okay. of the seven. Animal House. That's the number one. That's number one. <sighs> That's number one. Right? Listen, it's number one for a number of reasons. It's also, I think it actually made AFI's number one. Now, comedy? I, I, would, I wouldn't put it at the number one movie comedy of all time. I would say it is way up there. But as far as college comedies, yeah, but that's for our age bracket. But I mean, still, in fact, the movie is a period piece. So when it came, it was, it takes place in the. You, 50s or 60s? 60s, 60s, early 60s. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I can just see the newer generation not really relating to it. That's that's fine, but every college comedy that's come out since then is in one way or another an homage and pays respect to Animal House. I mean, Animal House, like, despite the Marx Brothers one you had on there, Preston, Animal House is is the OG when it comes to college comedies, and none is better. What year did that come out? 1978. So, in 78, that came out, but... When I was in college and from 93 to 97, you know, and how many years later was that? So this was an old movie at that point. And it still and it it still held up, up then. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. She was going to make a pot for me. <laughs> <laughs> for I mean, Leibowitz, uh-huh. just the quote level alone and the, from that movie. And the level of wrongness. Which oh, is my God, that, yes. They're, they're scouring the obituary to go and get... <laughs> And well, keep, and, and the girl being underage, right, yeah. and, and you know, uh-huh. there's they go to some very they do, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, touchy areas, but it's all done in parody and comedy and, right. and all that. Uh, <laughs> thank you, God. <laughs> thank you, God. <laughs> oh my God! So many good. Neater Meyer. Oh my God, Greggy and Dougie and some of the other Hitler youth. <laughs> God, what a great movie! Mm. All right, thank you, sir. Man. And let us not forget that that's Kevin Bacon. Kevin uh-huh. Bacon. In his minor role. So John Landis was the genius who who put that, directed that. Yeah. And he went as far as to keep the different uh, frats Separated. separate. Yeah. So they actually did foster those kind of... Uh, the whole and, uh, and I remember seeing, uh, there's, there's great documentaries about that movie. And one of them, uh, the actor who played Hoover. Yes. Who is kind of the most... Straight laced of of the uh, the Delta lot, yeah. Um, apparently they they were on a real college campus yeah. where they were filming this. I forgot where it was. It might have been in upstate New York. It was Portland. It was Portland. Okay, yeah. and uh, and they went to uh, a party at the frat house that was considered like the um, the Deltas. The, the, no, no, not the Deltas. The other ones. Oh, uh, the 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 upper crusty guys. Okay. The Niedermeyers. I right, forgot right. what what 
group they were with. But anyhow, so they went there, and they were catching, like, some uppityness from these guys. And apparently the actor, and I forgot his name, who played Hoover, walked up to a dude and just knocked a beer out of his hand and, like, started Stop mixing wrong. it up with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he was... The the last person you would expect from that cast, but that made them in there. But that made, made them, them understand. Yes, yes, yeah. because they all jumped in and started defending each other. James Widows yeah. is his name, so I never knew that. Wow, zero <laughs> point oh, oh. zero. And Dean Wormer, Dean Come Wormer, on. the actor. Um, God, He's great actor, phenomenal in that. Movie. He's so good. I, right. I like when the uh, the 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 mobster. Um, you know, you, you, you Oh, the, yeah. the mayor. Yeah, I'll break yeah, your legs. Like, yeah. Oh, I will have your legs broken. Oh, he's just, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Do you mind if we dance John Vernon? <laughs> John Vernon, yeah. Every line in that movie is uh-huh. a classic in one yeah. way or another. Like, there's just, there's no other movie that, that holds uh, holds any, like, it's just the top. It's the pinnacle. Donald Sutherland. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that whole plot line. great. <laughs> Banging students. Yeah. yeah. All right, anyhow. No one was Borton. Moving boring. on. Moving on to the list. Uh, and, and this is, and I like this movie. I like, the, I like these movies, but just no, with, with that being number seven, number six is real genius. Oh, real I genius is great. I love that movie. Yeah. From beginning to end. Yep. Again, you also have your nerd element in it. However, they're celebrated for their intellect. Yep. Yeah. It, it, there is, there has never been a better big screen treatment of Jiffy Pop. <laughs> but I love that, uh, even though it was the, uh, nerd element, uh, they still managed to put Bullying yeah, into yeah, the yeah. nerd, yeah. Uh, into the nerd college, right, 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 yeah, uh, with Kent, yeah, and Uncle Rico's in this movie. <laughs> he's Rico, yeah, he's oh, the, guy, right. who he's the guy who lives in the ba- yeah. who who is actually supposedly the most, the highest IQ, but it just twisted him up. But um, it's hilarious, and Val Kilmer's great in it. He's great. Uh-huh. He's he really showed his his comedy chops. Yeah, did he do any other um, Top Secret? Yeah. Top Secret. Yeah, yeah, through the roof slapstick comedy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's such a great movie. And the guy who played uh, kid, the kid, um, he was in another. Was it in a TV was, show? Yes. And was he in the movie? No, he wasn't in My Bodyguard. Um, no, it was a different guy. Yeah, different guy. Uh-huh. Uh, he and that that guy was in um, Meatballs. Yeah. Uh, but um, oh man, what was his name? What was I, the, the kid's name? The, I don't the, know. The, I, the, the, the character's name. Nick has the um, the. Do the you know who's up? The the actress who is in uh, Valley Girl is the um, is the. D- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's your uh, name? The the uh, the guy from the government. Uh, yeah, right. his daughter. Can you hammer a uh, can you hammer a spike through a, a six inch spike through a board with your penis? <laughs> a girl's got to have standards. I never saw a real genius. What? No. Oh no. Yeah, never made it. Uh... You want to come over and watch it today? <laughs> Not really. Um, <laughs> I don't have it in. It's worth seeing. Nick. Okay. And Val Kilmer's just great in it. I love and... Top Secret, and so I love you know, and I love Val Kilmer, but I just never got around to watching this one. It's a fun one. Uh, all right, so number five on this list. Uh, Monsters University. Oh, come on. on. (laughs) Number five? Yeah. It's a fine sequel to Monsters Incorporated. And and Monsters, Inc. is better than Monsters University, I think. Stupid bastards. Um, Yeah, that doesn't sit well. Go to hell. Yeah, okay. Vulture. Uh, Number four, top 25 best college comedies of all time, Old School. Okay. Old School deserves its position. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. But again, like, okay, so if Old School, (laughs) back to school... Animal House are I don't know what I don't want to go on living. I well, I don't know what the top three could be. <laughs> well, we're yeah, gonna dude. find out. I, it's hey, all right. And it's don't no. kill the messenger. Have I heard of these movies? Yeah. You'll find out. Okay. Yeah. 
Number three. Number came, three. Came out in uh, 2014. I'll wait for the jingle if you want. Oh, I'm sorry. Sure. I was doing other things. I was just He's doing some dry cleaning. Looking at this bird over there. Okay. I don't have a... Don't worry about it. Uh, go ahead, it's okay. Do your thing. All right. So, Dear White People. Oh, uh, Is that yes. that a comedy? Um, I never saw it. I'm familiar with it. Uh, I, I don't know its level of levity, uh, but um, no... Uh, because I haven't seen it, I can't put it yeah, on this. Yeah, I guess I can't either. And I'm a white people. Uh, number two is... Oh, I got you, bro. Okay. Number two. <laughs> number two is Wonder Boys. Oh, all right. From that's 2000. It's a, a nice movie. I don't it know. Really it really is. It's Michael Ahead Douglas. of Animal House? No. Not even what? It shouldn't be on the same <laughs> list as Animal House. It's a cute, nice movie with Michael Douglas and Tobey Maguire. I think Katie Holmes is in it. It disgusts me. Oh, it's fine. It's, it's, a, it's disgusting. There's nothing wrong with the movie. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is in it, too. But it's um, number two? Number, number two? Get the hell out of here. No, okay. Uh, I just don't. If this list. I have no idea me. what number one could even be before We're it even f- gets to. I know. Take but a guess. Do you have it? Do you, do you know what it is? <sighs> I'm going to guess it's another Marx Brothers movie. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the kid's name in Real Genius, thank you for the text, is Mitch. Okay. Mitchie. Mitchie. Number one college movie. Okay. I, um, um, Press, can you, get, can you give us a hint with what year it came out? Yeah, uh, 2001. By the way, I'm looking at some of these texts. Now, some of these are not, um, like, Weird Science is not a college movie. No. We're texting. That's in. high school. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that was high school. 2001. 2001. I will slowly give you uh, a little bit of the plot. All right. Is it free or die hard? The main character is a very attractive girl who okay. goes off to college. Oh, uh, is it Road Trip? Nope. Okay. Oh. Road trip's Road not trip's on road here. Trip's it's another college movie. Why and a great college movie. <laughs> Stupid bastard. Way better than Monsters Inc. or Monsters <laughs> University. All right. So or, or Monsters Ball. A very oh. attractive girl goes to college. Yeah, I know. Because her boyfriend is going to school there. Oh, no, 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 no. Legally, legally blonde. That's not even college. What? It's law school. <laughs> That's after college. Well. But you can go to. She goes to college. It's she, not. It's law school. She goes to college. It's post grad work. No, no, no. Yeah, they have that. No, at, they have. No, <laughs> they have that. No, as number. One. <laughs> all right, as number one. So, all right, let me go through. Here's a little uh, use, dude. Road road trip is not on here. That's ridiculous. That is a great college movie. <laughs> That's a super fun mm-hmm. adventure college movie. I, I put Legally and they're Blonde. in a couple different colleges in that movie. Yeah, I put Legally Blonde on the top twenty-five. It, it's a pretty great movie. Yes, it's not number one. Agreed. So I wish we could take phone calls. Our phones it, don't work today. Here is a list of of just college movies in general. Yeah, and they have things like Goodwill Hunting. Right? That's got funny it's, moments. It's not, a co- not a comedy. Not really a comedy, but it um, does have funny moments. So if you're talking oh, old school made the list. Yeah. Animal House made the list. Revenge of the Nerds made the list. Yes. Rudy, though, Nick, I know you hate it, uh, made the list. National Poons Animal House. And right. then they also have, they put Whiplash. Yeah, let's go through some just college movies in general outside of the comedy. Right. So um, The so, Social Network. I never saw The Social Network. Okay. It's a great movie. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Goodwill Hunting, I'd put way up there. Mm-hmm. Do you know it's a really great college movie that a lot of people don't remember? 
The Paper Chase. That's about. It's a law. It's a law school. I remember the show. Right, John Hausman. You know, they go. To, they, they're Harvard Law School. And John Hausman. Did it start as a movie? Yes, and then it became a TV series. How about Fame? Fame. Is that technically performing arts? Is that a high school? No, uh, it's a high school. Yeah. What? Yeah, Fame. I thought it was a performing arts high school. Yeah, I don't remember. No, because you had to audition to get. Well, I don't remember. I thought it was about a ah hell ah <laughs> hell. What do you want from me? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. What are some other uh, college based with skulls? Skulls. Oh, remember skulls, that? Yeah. That's college, or is that a preparatory school? No, that's uh, isn't it Yale or it's, oh, it's right, supposed yeah. to be like uh, the Skull and Bones. Oh Secret yeah, society. A, yeah. I mean, what about the you know football movies like um, Blue Chips, and then the football one where yeah. they're all like laying in the traffic? What was that one Potato called? Chips. That was high school. No, that no, was the, the, the program. program. The program was uh, definitely college. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I liked Blue Chips. Yeah, I thought that was a good movie. It is a good movie. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a dynamic. What What is the uh, the um, Brendan Fraser school ties? School ties. That's that's, that's high, high school. school yeah. All right. Because uh, he was using them to get into Harvard. Nick Murphy and I are back here saying, um, Dead Man on Campus. Dead Man on <laughs> Campus. <laughs> yes. And um, what was he? Oh, Orange County was the other one we were talking about. Oh, that's about. a good movie. That's What's movie? the Jack one? Hawk? Yeah, and Colin, Colin Hanks is in that yeah. too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have Happy Death Day on this list as well, oh, which is a, is, a, is a fun horror movie. I love that movie. Yeah. Oh, Steve. Technically, I guess. Um, and I'm looking at the, this is IMDb. They have as the top 55 college movies. A movie you and I love, and Nick Murphy loves too. Fandango. Fandango. Oh, I don't know that. Oh, love it, man. That's a finding yourself sort of movie. It's right after they graduate from college, like the night of graduation, and it's Kevin Costner. It's when he was younger, mm. and uh, who else is in it uh, from uh, Breakfast Club? Um, Judd ben, Hirsch. Uh, Judd Hirsch. They go on this on this road trip. And Judd you, Nelson. You, you don't know. Yeah, Judd Nelson. Not Judd. <laughs> From Taxi. I get my Judds you, uh, you look a little old there, guy. There's too many Judds. Late in the program. They owe me Judds. He just took all the elective classes. Oh, was, uh, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. It's, you guys want to go out for a malted? Uh, you don't know why they're on this road trip. Judd and Nelson. it's a it's a great. Uh, what an idiot. It's one of my favorite little-known movies, Fandango. Yeah, no, it, it is definitely a cult movie. <laughs> Speaking of old college students. My buddy from high school, he um, when he his freshman year, his roommate was like twenty four years old, and because oh really he, yeah because he had joined the, he'd done the military okay and so I guess he was yeah. in the army for a few years and then so I'm like oh, what a bummer man you basically have like a grandpa as your as your roommate although you know that it could have been cool uh, I could buy your beer for you right. People are texting in asking about uh, they've been tuning in late, but uh, Van Wilder is on this list. PCU is on this list. Right. Um, is, uh, Dead Poet Society. That's high school, right? That's, that's high, high school. school. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, a prep, prep school. school. Um, and now, if you're talking about just great school oh. movies in general, I mean, that's a whole, you could do a whole other All right. hour on that. You know what movie I kind of like? What? Guilty Pleasure. Not a great movie, but cute and fun. Uh, is the movie Loser. Loser, yes, yeah. With, oh, with uh, Jason Biggs? Jason Biggs, and uh, Greg Kinnear is in that movie, and so is uh, another gal from um, uh, from uh, American Pie. Mary Lou Henner, also from Taxi, by no, Judd Hirsch. No, no, <laughs> Danny DeVito. <laughs> Tony Dan. <laughs> oh, you guys are Nina Savari. Nina Savari, oh, yeah. thank you. St. Elmo's Fire. That takes place. Does that take place directly post graduation? Mm, don't know. Uh, actually, it, it, for it to be a college movie, it has to be somebody's has to be going to college. Somebody has to be going to college. Yeah, here you go, Steve. A group it. of friends just out of college. Okay, struggle with adulthood. Oh wait, 
<laughs> Preston, the freshman. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, because he's going, he's moving to New York to go right. to college. That's a great movie. With Brando fact, playing Vito Corleone, basically. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there are scenes in his dorm room, so that yeah. counts as a college movie, I think. Well, right. What about uh, Tommy Boy? Because Tommy Boy starts oh. off in college. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he goes to Marquette, right? Yep. Maybe right. so. So that here's a pretty good list. They, they have um, uh, they just had American Pie two, which I I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They go away to college, right? Yeah. Um, this list also has this is a separate list. This is IMDb. They have a couple of things I'm curious about. Mall rats. Mm. That's post college. Yeah. Chasing Amy. Mm. Awesome. <laughs> okay. How about Euro Trip? Euro, I never saw it. Was it Euro good? Trip is a lot of fun. Yeah. I heard yeah. it was fun. Matt Damon's in it. And That's Michelle right. Michelle Trachtenberg. Mm-hmm. Scotty doesn't from, know. From Buffy. Oh. Wait, is that what Scotty doesn't Matt know? David. Yeah. Yeah, Scotty doesn't know. Uh, That's a song my kids are listening one to. One of the best uh, songs from a movie of all time. Like like a fake rock songs out of a movie. Sung by Matt Damon. Sung by, yeah, it's a terrific song. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. It's Matt Damon singing it. Son of a Bitch! Oh, he's actually. Whoa. I've been listening to that song for the past couple weeks and had no idea. Yeah, great song. I need to see the movie then. And he ends up. Uh, there's a scene where the 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 brother and sister un- unknowingly or they're out of it, but they make out with each other in a. Uh, oh God! In a, in a club. If you uh, liked Road Trip, you will uh, probably like Euro Trip. Uh, somebody says Harold and Kumar. Ye- yeah, they're in college. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah absolutely. Urban Legend. Yes, that's a college movie as well. Yeah, horror movie is Hall Pass. Is that a college movie? I don't Not know. Familiar? No. Uh, the Hall Pass with the uh, high school like Ed Helms, Owen Wilson, and yeah. somebody. It's like um, there are two married guys that get a hall pass to yeah. sleep. Do with you know what else? Oh. You know what makes impression? What? Um, the Sure Thing. Oh wow, John Cusack. Right. That's a, yeah. that's Rob Reiner's I think first film. Daphne what's, Zuniga. What's yeah. The rowing movie. Oh, row, Oxford row, Blue. row your boat. No, Oxford Blues. <laughs> Oxford Blues, yeah. Yeah. Rob Lowe. Rob yeah. Lowe. And he's going to Oxford University. Mm-hmm. That's right, Marissa. I was trying to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. I was like, maybe he's a younger writer and he's doing it. No, he's my age. Oh, I found his LinkedIn. almost 40. Yeah, no. yeah right? Son the guy who bitch. wrote this list and put Monster Zinc as number wow. seven or he's whatever a moron. the Kathy, yeah. which one of your movies was a college-based movie? Wasn't there one of them? Mighty, Mighty Max. Max. Oh, yeah. 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 How'd that not make yeah. a list? Please. Come on. <laughs> I mean, you played a hooker. Yeah. No, no. Oh, that not was in that one. It was a different movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, well, no. You know what? It's not. They have it in this list, and it's not technically because they're going off to college, but American Graffiti. Okay. Then there could be any any college sports movie like Casey was talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, well, we had blue chips. We had the program. I was trying to think if there was a college, um, and other college basketball movies. Yeah, there's got to be, right? There has right? to be. There has to be. For it to be a real, in this list, you would have to have at least, as you said, one person in college. Because yeah. they have the graduate in this list, but that's immediately after college. Uh, yeah, Glory Road. I saw that movie. That was pretty. That was pretty good. That was with Glory uh, Hole. Uh, well, that was yes. That oh. was the follow up to that. <laughs> we are Marshall. Oh man. Oh, oh man. That's a great college movie. Hilarious. Yeah. No, it's not oh, on the necessary comedy. roughness. From the people who did We Am Devry. Yeah. Ne- necessary roughness. You Welcome like necessary? to foot. Uh, I don't like that movie. Uh, well, see, here's the deal. I went to see that movie, and as a result, did not get arrested that night because there was a huge party in the woods that got busted. It saved your life. Well, I mean, dude, Steve, like 20, 
or so people got arrested in the woods that night, and you, I wasn't there. You so could be man, a fugitive right I now. Could be. I could be on the lamb. There's a scene where <laughs> Kathy Ireland is in the shower. Yes, oh, yeah, I appreciate it. And who's the big? They had a big uh, uh, Samoan, Samoan actor. Uh, he was. He played the. Uh, um, he was the center. Yeah. Uh, and he, he was an actual NFL player, yeah. from what I understand. You don't remember that case? No. Nah. He's, he's the one who has the crush on Kathy Ireland. Peter nah. Navy Twisisopo? Okay. I think uh, it's his name. Yes. He played Manu Manu, yeah? I thought he played a, was he a fo- actual football player? Uh, I thought he was. Yes. Let's just go with yes. All right. We'll go and with move yes. on from we are Tula. Hit, I think we all. answered a lot of questions here. <laughs> All right, well, anyhow. We had added to the Judd Hirsch legend. <laughs> the list sucks. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate you sending it to me, Jerry, but I don't agree with uh, what, they, uh, what they've what they come up with uh, as far as these greatest 25 uh, comedy, uh, college comedies. I think the four I, of us agree that Animal House is number one. I, I it would have know. to be. It, I can't think of any other movie. If it's, it's comedy, college comedy, yeah. that is... The 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 Citizen Kane of comedy college movies, and that's do you know how many people that probably motivated to want to be in a crappy fraternity like Delta? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, like like the dirtbag fraternity on campus. Because everyone did. had the poster and the T-shirt. Oh yeah, <laughs> and toga parties. College. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, uh, we do need to take a break. We do. We have a guest who's coming up in a little bit, so we're going to break and come back in a second. Tom Hopper, you know him from Umbrella Academy, plays Luther, uh, and he's got a show called Love in the Villa. On Netflix. We'll talk to him when we return and get in some other things. Stay down. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Is our guest ready to go? Looks like yes. Okay, good. Yes. Excellent. Thank you. We were having some uh, technical issues, but I'm excited to talk to him. I'm, I'm a fan. My family's a fan of Umbrella Academy. And yes. Uh, he's great as Luther on that show. And I remember seeing in, uh, has an interesting fate in uh, Game of Thrones. I think it's going to be a little bit different in Love in the Villa, which he's here to talk about. <laughs> Probably. Streaming on Netflix tomorrow. It's a rom com. Yeah. Looks sweet. Please welcome. Uh, One minute. Uh, no, no. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. One minute what? Oh, okay. So he's not in the room yet. Okay, uh, damn it. In the Zoom room. <laughs> do I have to do that whole thing again? Yeah. It's all right, Preston. I'm here. <laughs> is he British? He is. Yeah. You didn't know that, did you? No, I did not. Recording in progress. Oh, that's uh, exciting. Okay. And so we've determined people don't eat penguins. Over to you, Preston. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted that to be the yeah. first thing he heard? <laughs> I'm I, sure somebody's eating a penguin. I Listen. No. At some point in human history, someone has probably eaten a penguin. <laughs> they don't eat them now. Yeah. They're they're inedible from what we Maybe understand. Maybe for the Sabbath. They're so cute. We're ta- we were doing the setup for Tom Hopper here. We are. It was yeah. damn good. It was actually, I would have given you, uh, even the uh, the East German, or formerly East German judges, oh. would have given you a 9.5. Love in the Villa, streaming on Netflix tomorrow. Please welcome Tom Hopper. To yeah. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, everyone. Wonderful to have you on. Thank you for joining us. In the setup, which which you didn't hear because we, we thought you were on and ready to go and you weren't. It was a, an issue on our end. Uh, I was talking about how much I... Uh, I love you on uh, Umbrella Academy. As Luther, my whole family watches that show. Uh, and uh, Game of Thrones and everything. Slightly different with love in the villa as far as the subject matter goes. So I'll be interested to see you uh, in a rom-com. And this looks like, you know, you you really struck gold with being able to be in a beautiful part of the world <laughs> and, and filming this movie. Uh, so I'm sure it was enjoyable in that regard, right? 
Yeah, I mean, let's face it, it was a big pull of, of doing the be on on the whole. Uh, oh. Owner, I just say, is such a gem of Italy. It's, uh, it's very romantic, as as everyone says it it was going to be, and it, it it lives up to that. Hey, um, and, which and, is all about what the movie's about, you know. And, and reading, reading a little bit, we're, we're having some real oh, it's bad. audio issues yeah. here. We'll, we'll try to continue on. If not, we might have to break off, but we're having some uh, problems here. But um, I was reading that uh, your your wife is an actress in the film as well. And what is that like when you are in the same cast as your actual spouse in real life and you have a love story you're trying to tell with someone else? How do, as actors, you guys compartmentalize that? Well, I think that's the best thing about it, right? Because we're both actors. We both kind of get it. Um, and we both understand. I have to say, though, I've not had to watch her go through it yet. When it's the other way around and uh, she's falling in love with someone else, I might struggle slightly more. But she's very good with it. You know, she totally gets it. Um, so I think but it, it, I have to say it was, like, incredible doing that job with Laura because, you know, that's what me and Laura... You know, we set set up our own production company and everything, and we, we set up that to be able to work together more and do more things together. Um, so this is the first one that you know we first movie we managed to do together. It was just brilliant. You know, we we actually went to the premiere last week in LA and saw ourselves on the big screen together, and that's what we've been striving towards for a long time to to be on screen together. So that was a special moment for us. Well, if you both can commiserate, you know, obviously that does help. You have Kat Graham is is um, your uh, romantic counterpart in the movie. She's uh, people know her from Vampire Diaries and all that stuff. She's obviously very very attractive. Uh, did did that unity on set? Did that go away when you guys had to do anything romantic? I I can't imagine that that would be <laughs> easy to look at your spouse making out with someone else. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure it was. I mean, she handles it very well. Um, it was, you know, she's totally cool. And obviously, you know, during Umbrella Academy season uh, season three, I had a whole love story during that as well this year. But she uh, she had to watch obviously me do that as well. So I guess uh, she's very well conditioned to it. But she, at the same time, she's very understanding because she gets it because she's also an actor. So she she understands. Well, that's great. And uh, if you could, Tom, take us through the uh, the story. Uh, what what are we seeing here? How's how's the setup in uh, Love in the Villa? So the, the story begins with uh, Kat's character. Um, she's a third grade English teacher, and she's obsessed with uh, Romeo and Juliet and Verona. She's been wanting to go to Verona her entire life and has had the opportunity of finally getting to go uh, with her boyfriend. And uh, on the night before they're meant to go, he breaks up with her. And he decides to go to Verona anyway. And but everything is kind of going wrong on a trip there. And she's like, because she finally gets to the, the Airbnb that she's rented out. And uh, in there is a uh, tall, arrogant Englishman. Hmm. He's, he's actually rented out the villa as well. And. Uh, they don't really get on from the off, and the, they, what ensues is basically a war uh, of trying to oust each other from the villa. And uh, they have to, you know, l- learn a little bit from, from each other. And as you can imagine, you know, there is a uh, 
a, a point where they start to like each other. Yes, right. It would have to, and then it ends in a brutal murder suicide. <laughs> no. Exactly. There you go. That's- yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it, it looks cute and and fun, and I think we could use a little cute and fun yes. right about now. It's always a good thing. But Tom, I hate to cut this interview short, but our audio is just poor. And I'd hate to waste it on that, and uh, and we'll have to talk to you another time, unfortunately, because of technical problems. But we'll remind people that it's going to be streaming on Netflix tomorrow. It's called Love in the Villa. We are definitely fans of yours, and we wish you the best. But we'll uh, we'll hopefully chat another time. But thanks for being on. I'm going to just go ahead and yeah. cut that off now because it's it's breaking up too much. Uh, yeah, I know. It's too bad. I like him a lot yeah. too. He seems very um, likable. The, the stuff that I've seen him in is uh, it, is a lot of. It, it's cool. I love Umbrella Academy. His character's pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, stop and think for a career that young. He's been a part of Resident Evil. He's been he's yeah. appeared on Doctor Who. Uh, he's been in Game of Thrones and on Umbrella Academy. I mean, you're you're picking up some good um, credentials when it comes to franchise properties. He is a. Uh, it's a small character in. Uh, uh, it, not not in size, but it, yeah. in scope in uh, in Game of Thrones, and, and this isn't giving anything away. But he gets fried by a dragon; is pretty uh, badass. That is cool. Yep. <laughs> um, so anyhow, we're gonna we're gonna pass yeah. on that. We didn't get to ask him if he ever tried penguin before. Oh, was, he probably hasn't. Well, Most but, of us haven't. President, <laughs> <laughs> have you started uh, House of Dragon? No. Okay. I wanted I wanted them to get a few. Watch House of Gucci first. <laughs> I, I, is this the same, same thing? thing? Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I wanted them to get a few of the movies in in the queue, and then I can, if I really like it, then I can be satisfied. And are, are you happy with it, Nick? Uh, yes. The, the first two episodes, in my mind, were were fantastic. They picked up right where uh, Game of Thrones sort of left off. And do and, you have to? Is it essential that for you to have watched Game no, of Thrones? No, not really. Yeah. It's it's completely new characters. It's 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 a prequel, you know. So it's before Game of Thrones ever took place. Um, but Preston, the reason I bring that up is that if, if you liked uh, dragons, um, there's a lot of dragons in the first two episodes. Like you had to kind of wait around yeah. Game of Thrones for the dragons to show up. They yeah. just they're right there. Right. And isn't the, the theme song "Stop Dragging My Heart Around"? <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. You know what's funny, Steve? I think you mentioned this the other day. There's no, they don't have the opening music in the yes. first episode. Right. They, they do in the second. Oh, they do. They do. Yeah. Okay. So they they change that up from episode one to episode two. It's the Mr. Belvedere theme. Yes, it is. I always thought that this was dragging my heart around. No, no, no. Dragging. No, dragging. D-R-A-G-O-N. Yeah, that's no why it's appropriate. Uh, um, yeah, in Game of Thrones, they, they were thought that the dragons were supposed to have been extinct. Right, and so I guess... By the we'll, time they get to that. We'll see where the dragons go, uh, but they are very much a part of the story. Do you want to know it's a good dragon movie? Dragging my heart around. The top... Jeez. <laughs> Top dragon movies? Oh, the top 25 dragon movies? <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon. Um, How to Train Your Dragon. Reign of Fire. Awesome. Yes. You yes. Never saw Christian it. Bale. Matthew McConaughey, Yeah, right? Christian Bale. Yeah. It, it has a really interesting conceit that they uh, they are, um, you know, it starts, it's a, it's a contemporary movie, so to speak, uh, as, as you can imagine. Uh, but it actually has its moments. It's actually really well done. Yeah, they're like... Uh, they they come to life essentially. Right? So they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're doing some excavation, right? Yeah, they're they're extending, I guess, the tube or whatever in in uh, London, and uh, they they wake them up. Kathy, what's your favorite dragon movie of all time? <laughs> Probably Dragon Slayer, right? Dragon Slayer is really good. What's the one with Sean Connery? Dragonheart. Dragonheart, which I right. love. Which is the dragon talks like this. Yes, <laughs> and then he eats the people. <laughs> <laughs> Dragonheart. I love Even eating the- villagers. <laughs> Peach Dragon when I was a kid. That's a good one. Oh, God, I, I hated the anima- animation. I thought the movie was adorable, but... Puff the Magic Dragon. 
Right. That was a movie? They remade Pete's Dragon, did they not? They made Pete, uh, yeah, Pete's Dragon with Robert Redford, I think, or maybe he was the director, or I'm pretty sure he was a part Pete's of it. Pete's Dragon, Robert Redford was in Pete's Dragon, the remake? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Puff the Magic Dragon, there it was at least a cartoon video that went along well, with the it was a song. series. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't remember it being Puff a movie. Uh, directed uh, Peace Dragon, the remake was by directed by David Lowry, but yeah, uh, Robert Redford was in it. Stars Bryce Dallas Howard, Robert Redford, yeah. and Carl, Urban. Carl Urban's in it. How about that? Uh, the that. animation was so for that time was you know even back then I remember thinking wow they could do better than this, but if you look at where they are now yeah. and the CGI and all that stuff, it's light night, night and day. All right. Any other dragon movies, or can I move on to something else? How to Train Dragon Two. <laughs> well, those those movies are great, mm-hmm. uh, and I can't think of any other dragon. There have to be. Yeah, yeah. yo, come on, well, stop, stop dragging my heart around. Yeah. Dragon Tales is a kids' show. Oh yeah, I, I had to watch that a lot with my son. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't. Not good. I didn't like. It, I didn't care. But for he it. loved it. So they had it was... the one two-headed dragon. Yeah, if you remember, there was a good theme song to it. I, that, that's a real Dragon theme. Tales. Dragon Tales. Almost time for Dragon, Dragon Tales. Isn't yeah. that how it went? That's exactly yeah. how it went. Yeah. Good, good recall. Thank My uh, Bible school, the for some reason, we had a mascot, and the mascot was a dragon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, wasn't, well, it wasn't a horned demon goat? No. <laughs> it was. It, it's Old Testament, but, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a dragon. The in dragons, that. Jesus used to fly a dragon. The dragon in Shrek. Um, yes. That, that, he, that she falls in love with. That's oh, right. Right. Uh, yeah. Marissa yeah. handed me a note that says "Never Ending Story," yeah, which I guess dragon. technically, yeah, he was a dragon. I love, and the message of "Never Ending Story" is you know, fighting the nothing is is so you know, just just mm. be creative. Mm-hmm. What is the message? It's there. There. It's it, been so long since I've seen. So it. there is remember. this creeping. It's nothing. It's it's not being engaged. It's not being taking flights of fancy. Fa- fancy and and uh, so you're you know that's basically it's a very simple story. Oh. And um and that's that's the whole evolution of it. But I, I I love that movie as as uneven as it was. That's a Wolfgang Peterson movie, I believe. Hey, uh, The Hobbit is all about killing a dragon, is yeah. it not? Yeah, yes. correct. The that's a, of smog. Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, somebody says, "What about Imagine Dragons?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, the other Harry Potter Harry movies Potter. have dragons. That's right. For crying out loud! Uh, wait a minute. The Goblet of Fire. The snow. Uh, <laughs> Wait, the the, the, the horn dragon. tail uh-huh. and the, uh, the short snout <laughs> and uh, Chinese fireball yeah. and the uh, Pittsburgh platter and the Pittsburgh platter and the yeah, Dizzy right. Gillespie and the Cleveland steamer. The, These are some incredible dragons. You won't believe what that dragon did. First of all, put saran wrap over my face. How about the the last dragon? There's no dragon in it. It's a fighting mover. Enter Enter the the dragon. dragon. Come on, (laughs) Bruce Lee. Which is great. Show enough. Okay. Was there a dragon in Willow? Somebody said, uh, texted that. Yes, there is. Okay. There is. There is. Nick Murphy. That's a Val Kilmer movie as well. It's the unofficial sequel to Real Genius. I like that movie. And there's a series coming Willow. out. The Disney Plus has a series with Willow, um, and uh, that's Warwick Davis was yeah. um, was Willow. Was he not? He's in it, um, and it comes out Willow. later this year or early and next year. Warwick Davis's, I believe, first role was as an Ewok. Yep. Which really? I, he's yeah. in the Harry Potter movies, and yes. and he played uh, Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> no, but, in oh. Blue Chips. Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. Got the name Dragon. Yeah. Is there a dragon in? I don't know. I don't think so. There is a dragon. Okay. (laughs) Boy in the balls. Yeah. Who's he? Who's he? Look at Z balls. You could eat dragon, right? Huh. 
Go ahead, Preston. I would guess you probably could eat dragon. Yeah, if you can eat a penguin, you can eat a dragon. Yeah, come on, man. All right. It's um, like Michael Corleone says. If uh, history's taught us anything, Kate, you can eat both penguins and dragons. <laughs> Who's Kate? Kate. <laughs> if history's taught us anything. Uh-huh. All right, I'm going to bring up something else okay. now. Okay. Right. I'm not even trying a subtle segue. No, no there's, there's really I don't no think reason. There's, I think yeah. it's impossible. <laughs> Uh, I would like to address a the dragon so, in the room, a social media trend, oh. a dragon in the room, if you will. <laughs> I want to bring up the dragon in the room. Yeah, I think it's time we talk about the dragon in the room, here, folks. Uh, the teenage dirtbag photos. Okay, uh, so yeah. this has been a thing here. I don't for like it. A couple weeks, and I'll tell you why you don't like it. Yeah, I, I bet you. It's, I bet you're spot on. I, I don't like it either. The pictures that I'm seeing. Are just teenage pictures. Yeah, they're not that great. You're not a dirtbag. You yeah. weren't a dirtbag. You haven't earned the title dirtbag. <laughs> I had a dirtbag phase. And by dirtbag, I mean denim jackets and boots and, and yeah, look like a Cigarettes stoner. rolled up. Yeah. Stuff like that. There is an absolute, uh, it, it is, I agree a thousand percent. To me, it falls in the same realm as hacks. Here is a hack. We talked about that. Yeah. A life hack that's nothing more than simply doing something the way it's supposed to be done. So dirtbag is a specific, you knew in school, you could easily say, those are the dirtbags. And it wasn't always a... um, an insult. In fact, the dirtbags a lot of times who, who yeah. they would call themselves dirtbags. Semi, yeah, the criminal element almost right. kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. Judd Nelson was a he dirt was a dirtbag. Yes. Judd Hirsch, Hirsch yes. was a dirtbag in taxi. <laughs> no, he wasn't. And, well, and Reverend Jim was a dirtbag. <laughs> um, so, did you guys? Now, like I said, I, I had a dirtbag phase, and it was probably. Um, seventh, no, it was probably eighth, ninth, tenth grade, somewhere in that range that I kind of ran with that crew. Um, did you guys have phases that you went through in, in high school? Yeah. I went, yeah, Kathy was, went from adorable to wonderful to Puerto Rican no. briefly. Yeah. <laughs> I was briefly Puerto Rican. I was. Um, I, I. I and then I tried going through like a preppy phase. That didn't last very long. You was preppy? Really? I tried. Why? Because the popular kids were that way. <laughs> Do you know what, Preston? I couldn't really... Initially, I was class clown. I, I was heading towards... I was very much into... Like, in elementary school. But that ended quickly because I kept getting moved around. I was always... They would right. district the area. I went to multiple schools. And I was always trying to get my footing. So I, the, the humor thing remained part of the deal. Mm-hmm. But everything else, like falling in with the um, those different collectives, I, I... You try a few different ones, or...? I just kind of had my, my Your group thing. of friends. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Marissa? It became hard to do that. Do you have a phase? Uh, oh, 100%. <laughs> like, I definitely... Pat I Benatar? was skater on the bottom with my Jinkos and surfer up top with my Billabong shirts. Okay. And then I was, like, a little preppy... And then, so I like, you, like, are these at different times or all at once? Uh, probably both. Okay. You on medication? Like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there yeah, was, was a time that I, I w- we got into uh, thrift shopping. Oh yeah, so that was, I guess, sort of like the. Oh, oh my our, God. our dirt bag phase. Okay, so you, you would be talking about like the secondhand stores? Well, so my first yeah. shopping happened in my dad's closet. 
So I would wear my dad's like old polo shirts. I wear my grandpa's clothes. <laughs> I look incredible. Do you remember that song? Yeah. No. But that was well after yeah, you had yeah. gone past that. Thing. There's That's a picture, popular, right? Yeah, it was popular. No, 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 no. It was uh, going down to the to the thrift shop. It's Macklemore. 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 Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yes. There's a picture of me in a sweater that could have come from my father's closet. Actually, it probably came from my grandfather's closet. Okay. Uh, and corduroy pants. And uh-huh. I was working uh, at the wall at the time. What, what year, you think? In the Oxford Valley Mall. Um, I guess I was, I mean, it was high school. So, I don't know, maybe it was like 10th grade, So, like 94, grade? 95, like sort of at the height of Pearl Jam grunge fashion, that type of thing? I guess so. That would be about Somewhere right. around yeah. there, yeah. I still put on my grandpa's panties. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody's pointing out Eddie Munson from Stranger Things. There you go. Dirt there bag. you go. Dirt that's a dirtbag. And, oh. and that's and that's the kind of dirtbag that I was that I Someone was dressing. Someone embraced as. it. Yeah. Like you, okay. yeah, that was a look. Yep. So I have a question. Preston, I actually very much agree. I think most of the uh, trends are really bad. I've been wanting to do one recently, but so I've been looking for my like more dirtbaggy photos, but isn't the song about, it's about like Jason Biggs in Loser, which is more of like a 90s, he's a dork wearing goofy clothes. So like, uh, no, wait, 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 the song are... Teenage Dirtbag? It was used in the movie Loser. Right. That doesn't mean that so that's. It, but it's like not about about the like Eddie Munson. Eddie Munster. Judge, I don't know, man. The, the crew that were going to the Iron Maiden concerts when yeah, I was really cool. with a dirt bag. Like the dirt bag. Question really the is. The whole Iron Maiden is what Stranger it to me. Str- that Stranger Things classification is perfect. He is. That is. When that f- phrase was created, that's what it pertained to. Is the song written for the movie, or is it just used in the yeah. movie? Because that's a big. There's a big difference. I guess you're right, but like, I mean, it was on like now. That's what I call music number seven or something like that. Well, right? Probably next to Blink One Eighty Two. Teenage Dirtbag. Yeah, okay. And in parentheses, it says Judd Hirsch writing a drag. <laughs> oh, stop it! <laughs> By the way, I, ne- I didn't never picked up on this line. It says her boyfriend's a dick. He brings a gun to school, and he I never picked up on that line. He brings a so gun to school. When I do one of these videos later today, you guys all gonna like it. And he drives an IROC press. You oh, you're doing IROC. your dirtbag video. I literally s- I Make- saw. Darius Rucker do one yesterday, and I was like, all right, I need to do one. Well, here's the deal. By its very nature, it needs to be legitimately... I've seen a couple of them, Preston, where they are impossibly good-looking people with impossibly good-looking school photos, and it's just simply those are old pictures. Frosted tips. Stop it. Frosted tips don't make you a dirtbag. Jennifer Garner did one, and it was like the pictures of her were the cutest pictures. I know. I think that's the one that kind of pushed me over the edge a little bit, and I love her. And by the way, Casey, I didn't drive an IROC. I had an RS, which means rally sport. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and that was after high school. Okay. Yeah. All right. I've been skipping these videos, though, Preston, for that specific reason. Like, yeah. I'm waiting for Kevin Bacon did one, and his were kind of funny, but I was just like, yeah, these aren't real. Yeah. Like, it's just like, you know, younger pictures of them, which is yeah. great. That's fine. But, yeah. But don't label it a dirt pack. Yeah. There's <laughs> a couple. Just, I always have an issue with. Things like that. Well, they, they, they're also co-opting. It morphs, it morphs into something else. It probably started as people posting yeah, pictures yeah, like yeah. that, and then should it put a picture of you up, just my teenage picture, and just put a picture of a pagoda and oh. just say it's you in high school. Man, I would have to dig into my photo <laughs> albums, and that's that's a lot uh, to find the pictures of me dressed like that. But I'm sure that I can with my little uh, my little Van Halen necklace and and uh, my Jack Daniels thermal. <laughs> Long sleeve shirt with, I can't a, imagine. with a denim jacket on, and my hair split down, you know, with a part down the middle. I can see that. I can't see you as a as a preppy. 
Yeah, that didn't last long. Yeah, yeah. No, that uh, I tried. Uh, it didn't work. And and to be a preppy, all you had to do was slap a polo shirt yeah. on. Yeah, that's all yeah. you had to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, listen, I went to Catholic school, so I wore a uniform you know, every right. single day from kindergarten to senior high school. So it was really tough for me to have any sort of informed fashion sense for a long could you, time. Could you sneak anything? Was, it, was there any jewelry that was allowed or anything that would you know like indicate, like, could you wear a wristband or something like that? I could if I like wanted Albert? to, yeah. I mean, Prince yeah. Albert. <laughs> you definitely do that. Or with your willy out. I don't know who would pierce that on a child, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you bring your mom with you, you know, it was good. Yeah. My son time. wants his Willie Pierce, <laughs> and he would like what is it? A princess? A Prince Albert? Albert? It was princess a different time. <laughs> it was definitely a different time. I almost lost it when you said that. I was taking a drink of chocolate milk or hot chocolate. What's better, chocolate milk or hot chocolate? Hot chocolate. Ooh. I like chocolate milk, but hot chocolate. What's the dragons drink? Chocolate milk or strawberry milk? Chocolate. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> no milk. No milk. No milk. Oh, Kathy hates, hates milk, milk, guys. Almond milk. Oak milk. Oak strawberry milk, milk is is a, is an abomination. Oak milk. No. Uh, oh my God, it's yeah. such a treat. chocolate milk is far superior. We have uh, oat milk in our fridge now, and, uh, and how long has it been there? Well, no, no, no. Oh. The girlfriend drinks it. But I uh, no, but it has like no, it has, the shelf does, life is like six years. It sticks <laughs> around forever, but I, I just can't bring myself to like it. I, I, I'm a one percent guy. All right, what about it uh, ain't milk unless you tugged on a teat. Thank you. Powdered <laughs> milk, powdered chocolate milk, oh, or syrup no, chocolate. Powdered milk. is disgusting. Oh, oh no, I, I'm sorry. I thought you meant powdered milk. No, powdered no, no, milk no, is no, hard. Powdered chocolate, chocolate milk, milk or, like uh, uh, Nestle's like quick. quick or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I I kind of prefer the. Um, the powder. Yeah, my son, yeah, my son. My son drinks the, the syrup. Yeah, but uh-huh. I, I kind of like the powdered. They're both good. And one of the great things to do is if you're going to sit there, sometimes you take a little bit of the. Um, you make um, what I would call like uh, hobo pudding. <laughs> you take you take the powder, uh-huh. put a little bit of milk in it in the cup, but not enough to make it chocolate Dude, milk. I've done it. Right? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely done. Wait, what? say this again. Right, say this again. Hold again. on. It takes Nick. It's, it's a. It's a. You're right. It's a poor man's pudding, and it's a way to like it does the the uh, the dust doesn't quite le- uh, quite um, dissolve. dissolve completely. Right. So it becomes so it becomes soluble, and yeah. you it, you're at the you, bottom of the glass. You just you put in very little milk and just make it more. Oh, that's very consistent. concentrated. And you have to right. sort of give up on the mixing process, right. and then you just scoop it in your mouth, and it's, there you've got pudding. Is it? Cr- it's got to be gritty. Yeah, you're eating powder. I it's got to like be it. gritty, no, right? No. Is it gritty? Well, it's, it's got a gritty quality to it, but it, it's on its way to being pudding. Right. You know, my kids do is they'll make um, brownies in a cup, and then the, they recently started making uh, pancake bowls, right? So you just take, like, a you know, a little bit of pancake uh, batter. batter and a little bit of water, and then you mix that all, and you chuck it in the microwave for a minute, and then you got a pancake in a bowl. Oh. Yeah. I, I see that working. Yeah. And just for, you know, I like different. It's not as good as a, as a pan pancake. Correct. But that could, that you know, I'm, I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. Can I come over? <laughs> I still got to come over. Can I watch you and the missus get it on? I still have to come over for your nightly Dairy Queen trips. I got to no, do no, that. Yeah. I'm not inviting you. I'm, I've invited myself, Kathy. We go. I, uh, I made my own ice cream over the weekend. What? Oh. With the, uh, the salt and the crank and the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, had a, we were at a charity event, kind of and, we, and we won an ice cream maker. No kidding. Yep. So uh, Electric? It had been sitting around for months, and I'm like, finally, I'm going to do something. Yeah, it's electric. It's not a hand yeah, crank. Yeah. That was a, not an animal. <laughs> um, but I made I made it to the specifications, uh, and apparently, 
I made enough ice cream to feed the entire company here. <laughs> oh, my God. Are um, you serious? Yeah. It's, <laughs> what flavor? It's a canister, yeah. Kathy, oh that's like this big, <laughs> this big around, and it is... Filled to the top of so, vanilla ice cream, but quick, it's great. Quick question: I've always been, I've always wanted to get one of those. Yeah, is it extra creamy when you make it yourself? Um, it can be if you tweak with the recipe okay. a little bit, but it takes some work. You're not going to like it. You don't just pour the ingredients in there and let I know. it go. Oh, I saw Andy Griffith make it once. There's some cooking involved yeah, too. Oh, oh is there? Oh, yeah, no, I'll let that. Yeah. Well, I knew the calories, Steve. What's that? No, Half the cow- no, I'm sure it is. <laughs> like there's eggs and and uh, and sugar and and uh, cream and milk and oh. and all the stuff, and you have to heat it to a certain. And you got to delicately bring the heat up to where it just coats the back of a spoon. See, there's some there's like oh, way too much work. Steve, there's a place in Conjogan called Scoops. <laughs> yeah. Delicious. <laughs> I know. Well, no I got fuss, that. No must. They cook it there. Yeah. They cook it for you. So, and you just, do you, do you sort of knead in the penguin, or what do you do? Uh, <laughs> yes, you do. You fold it. You, you don't you don't oh, mix it. Okay. Oh, Steve, we did the hand crank thing at a party. It was uh, for my nephew's birthday party a few years ago. And this will be fun. My, exactly. <laughs> right. My sister-in-law, I mean, she's wonderful and this adorable mother, and she's like, yeah, this will be a, an activity at the party. Right, right. And listen, it ended up tasting great, but it was uh, end of June. It was hot as balls out. It was, it was, it was exhausting. <laughs> All the dads are sitting around sweating their asses off. Oh, it, 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 because you got to do it for like forty-five you minutes. Do, do yes. you do? Yes. Wow. Yeah, well, I didn't like realize the, that. That's like the the pumpkin carving parties. It's the parents that end up at the yeah. table. The kids are playing somewhere. Your hands are bleeding. You You're trying to yeah. Kathy, everything out. We used to have, and uh, we had um, our annual. Halloween party, a pumpkin oh, yeah. carving party, pumpkin and we'd have people come over, <laughs> and we'd have everything set out, and then next year, like, two or three people would be like, oh, I, I, I'm not going to be able to make it this year. And then two or three people would be like, oh, I don't think so. Don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> yep, seems like a good Four. idea. Yeah. So you start doing it. <laughs> All right, listen, uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment, and uh, we're going to dive into some bizarre file stories, so make sure you stay with us, and a reminder that we have a secret text word today. It's your chance to win tickets to see Whitney Cummings. She's going to be performing Friday, September 9th at the Miller Theater, which is formerly the Miriam Theater. So uh, just a few minutes left to get in on that. So text word secret to 39333. We'll be back in a moment. The new and improved MMR app is out. It's faster, better organized, yet fully customizable to your liking. Start poking around now. If you want the latest rock news or Sarah's Rock Breakdown to show up top on your app feed, easy. Need to stay current on everything from the Preston and Steve show? Choose so it's delivered right to the top. Browse the latest station merch in the MMR Rock Shop. Look for Marissa's App Hack videos to get the ultimate user experience. So update your app now and then customize it to make the new MMR app your app. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. I will start in the Bronx. A woman fell into the cellar of her apartment building after part of her bathroom floor collapsed below her feet. Wow. And she went through the floor down into the cellar. The partial floor collapsed. (laughs) Happened on Sunday at a six-story building. Was she sitting on the bowl? No. When the 28-year-old tenant entered her first-floor bathroom, the floor gave way in the area of the toilet, though, and shower, (laughs) sending her tumbling down into the cellar. She fell about eight feet 
uh, suffered minor injuries, including cuts and bruises. She was recovering at a hospital. I've been in some, uh, like in the city or in the, you know, where you step on the floor and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah this is not... This is not long for the world. It left a two-foot-by-four-foot hole in the bathroom Jeez. floor. A preliminary what inve- did you eat? investigation <laughs> uh, determined that the lack of proper maintenance was a contributing factor to the collapse. And uh, they had issued a violation to the landlord for failure to properly maintain the building. In the meantime, the woman, her husband, and child were forced out of the apartment <laughs> after the DOB issued a partial vacate order for uh, the impacted unit, as well as for the area directly below it. Tenants said that they weren't surprised and that the landlord regularly ignores issues in the building. So he's one of those. It's a slumlord. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like it. Uh, in New Zealand, this is weird, man. A, a captain of a ship crashed on his way to work in his car, and he died the next day in the hospital. And apparently they found that he had fatally ingested antifreeze. Oh, Prior Alan Lee is his name. He drove off a hillside road in the outer Marlboro Sounds and spent a night outdoors before walking to a house and getting a ride to the hospital. However, he suddenly deteriorated despite full efforts to resuscitate him. He died in intensive care that afternoon. A toxicologist found that Lee had consumed ethyl glycol, also known as antifreeze. Now, he was the skipper for New Zealand King Salmon, working seven days on, seven off, and uh, staying with either of his parents or partner during time off. And he was driving on an unsealed road when his Ford Ranger went off the road, rolled down a steep hillside, coming to a stop about 200 meters below the road. He pulled himself out of the vehicle, but he couldn't climb back up the hill. So he spent the night in the br- bush uh, drinking from a stream to quench his, uh, what he called, ins- or what he said was an insatiable thirst. Uh, in the morning, Lee made his way to a house. Uh, he looked clearly beat up, but he refused medical help because... He didn't want to be airlifted to Wellington. And in the end, the homeowners drove him to a hospital. They said that Lee was talkative and coherent on the drive, but he was breathing heavy and had pain in his chest. He was alert but confused and had an increased heart rate by the time they arrived at the hospital. By noon and by 340, he had deteriorated rapidly. He was admitted to intensive care, was intubated, ventilated. He was suffering from high potassium and severe acidosis, a buildup of acid in the blood. And despite full resuscitation areas, uh, uh, um, efforts, he couldn't be revived. So, as ethyl glycol was detected in his toxicology results, concerns were raised about whether Lee drank this from the coolant bottle in his vehicle. Uh, Lee had described being insatiably thirsty after the crash. Uh, Investigating the crash, police found the coolant overflow bottle in his vehicle had tipped over and the top of it had been removed, making it possible for him to take the coolant water from the overflow bottle. So, I don't know why this guy did that. And is it possible if he was drinking from the stream that there were chemicals in the stream? I was wondering that initially, but they're saying that this bottle was yeah. was what he was drinking from. And and why why did he or, pass on a, on a, on the medical trip to Wellington? Uh, uh, what's his beef with Wellington? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, police told the coroner they were satisfied there was nothing suspicious or the. Uh, in relation to his death, uh, that is so weird. Yeah, yeah. There's just no you would uh, you know how lethal. Yeah, you know. But I'm wondering if he if he it, it thought he had cleaned it out maybe and there was some left in it and he had put water in it and then drank that. I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, an employee of an animal park in southwestern Sweden was gored to death uh, by an animal called an eland. Uh, an eland is the world's largest antelope. Oh boy! And it's got big, yeah. you know, uh, big honking horns. Yeah. So. Uh, or antlers, or whatever you want to call them, or antlers. I don't know. Uh, the, the the man, a foreign national, Rantler, 
was taking the antelopes into the stables after. You could tell his accent after the park had closed. Antlers. Uh, the goring happened at the Olin Animal and Entertainment Park. <laughs> Listen to the man; he's uh, being gored to death. Police said the case is being uh, considered a workplace accident, which is standard procedure. That you get gored to death? Yeah. It's not known precisely what happened inside the enclosure. Uh, as of Monday, the park had closed for the season. And that happens occasionally. Our employees will get gored to death. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole bunch of them, apparently, was like... <laughs> it was like a billion... Yeah. Uh, in England, police have issued a warning after a driver attempted to evade his breathalyzer test by shoving coins into his mouth. Oh, <laughs> I've heard this. Wait, wait, heard side this. of the road. Yeah. Is there any sort of uh, validity? Substantial? Yes. No. Somebody like, that I know tried said, it. Said that they put pennies under their tongue. Yeah. And that they ended up. Passing. You know what? That makes no sense. Yay! <laughs> You have to do one of those on every one of these stories. That I have. So far, we've had Beef Wellington and Sense. Uh, the driver had been caught driving through a red light on Saturday night after being pulled over by police <laughs> to be questioned and given a breath sample. He proceeded to shove a load of coins into his mouth. Good. These, these, are, these are my shoving coins. Uh, nevertheless, he blew a reading. This is in England. A okay. reading of 65 with the legal limit in England being 35. That's the, those are metric numbers. Uh, they shared a number. Uh, they shared the image of the... The car to their social media pages as they issued the warning to other road users, don't believe what you read on the internet. Okay. So, yep, didn't work. You got any cow stories in there, President? <laughs> uh, it would be an utter catastrophe <laughs> if it did, right? No, but... Yeah. I have this. A sheriff's deputy in Alabama captured photos and video when a pair of goats accosted his patrol vehicle and ate some of his paperwork. Huh. Uh, the, and they will eat anything. Absolutely. Dude. Goats will eat anything. I've had them eat my, Cans. my clothing yeah. before. They definitely like to go after that. And they drink a radiator fluid. Uh, the Mad- Madison County Sheriff's Office sent a Facebook post to Deputy Casey Thrower returned to his patrol car after delivering some legal documents and found two curious goats investigating the car. One of the goats climbed into the vehicle through the open side door and started eating some of Thrower's paperwork. Uh, the other goat climbed up on the hood of the car. Uh, Deputy Thrower explained that due to the number of homes he visits daily, on occasions he leaves his vehicle door open because he's had to retreat from being attacked by canines in the past. <laughs> Come on! So, that's no way to live! No, so he was uh, eventually able to shoo the goats away. And there you go. To, any angle on that? I'm thinking like Billy Goat. Billy Goat. Yeah. Goat. Uh, you know, uh, Greatest of all time. Yeah. Or uh, uh, Beef Wellington. <laughs> And that's all I have in the bizarre file. Sorry, fellas. All right, secret text word. We got to get a winner. What? Those jokes were bad. (laughs) But that's a sheep. We can let it go. Yeah, Yeah, they go bad. Yeah. Anyway, that's what it goes to. Uh, So, (laughs) Kathy, we needed a a number caller for the secret text word. Ooh. Oh, right. Ooh, Eight. Oh, God. Right. Oh, God. 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 All the time you've been doing that, I've been thinking of Flora Lenardi. Oh, my God, I know. It's just two weeks, and I have my first class. I can't wait. Really? Oh, wow. Call number 8-215-263-WMMR. 
What is what is your class? What are you taking? Fall planters. We're putting together fall planters. Fall planters. What's, fall planters. What's going on here? We're having. Are fun. you going to complete or what? <laughs> I got planters. Kathy, uh, keep me apprised of the scarecrow classes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Claire and uh, I are going to do that. Dude, check this out. I can teach that class, right? <laughs> it's that's, excellent. You can model. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. That was that was for our radio listeners, right? <laughs> Casey just stood still with his arms out. Caller number eight. 1-800-232-100.3. Wrap the breakup. Here we go. Uh, it's uh, 215-263-WMMR. We'll be right back after this. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see him too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Football is back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2023 Eagle season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It's a Wednesday morning on the Preston and Steve radio program. Uh, we are having a problem with our phones today. They do not work, so our ability uh, to put callers on the air is non-existent today. So we're going to have to do a couple of little shortcuts here. Secret text word winner... Uh, we had uh, caller number eight was Stephanie Molly. I think is how you're saying uh, her last name M A H L E or male or Malay. Malay. She's from Riverside, New Jersey, and got the secret text word correct, which was was it Boulevard? It was Boulevard. Hey. All right. So Stephanie gets a pair of tickets to see Whitney Cummings, uh, the Touch Me Tour, Friday, September 9th at the Miller Theater, formerly the Miriam Theater in Center City. Tickets on sale now at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. And our random texter was Mark McLaughlin, who is from Northeast Philly, and he's going to get the exact same thing. So congratulations. Now, how are we going to handle the lesson question from today? Yeah, that's a, that's a problem. So we can't take the phone lines. Casey, what are we going to do? We're going to have to have people text in the answer. Okay. Um, so I don't know if that's going to inform you as to which uh, question. Not really. I'll, I'll ask the one. Uh, this is the one I was planning okay. on, on asking. Right. So I'll ask this question. Text in the answer. Marissa will grab a winner. I don't know how we're going to tell dinner. you their, their name or any of that stuff. Penguin but, dinner. You know, penguin dinner. <laughs> right, Marissa? Winner, winner, penguin dinner. If you guys give me 30 more seconds, I could have it on the website. I could get their phone number and their right. name oh. and everything. All right. All right. right well, we'll now. see. I, I doubt it's going to work out in the time that we do the trash well, and usually yeah. have the winner, but let's do it anyway. If she needs 30 I mean, we're on a delay, and that's yeah. kind of a built-in yeah. 40 seconds right we there. We can speak Latin. Well, anyhow, the question that we have for you is, what is the theme song for House of the Dragon? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know. What is the theme song for House of the Dragon? And you had to have been listening in the 9 o'clock hour to hear that. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now and we'll do the trash. Well, don't call. Wait, I'm just okay. telling tell so, them to call. You, Text in your answer to 39333. Don't call. Or, or, or are we taking phone calls? No, no, no. it's text. We're texting. Because she can't answer phones in there, right? Oh. 
Oh, God. Forget it. Text it. Your brain's about to explode. Listen. Text it. Text your answer. 39333. Here we go. Trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, Steve. Huh. Stories today. All right. Well, there's a whole bunch of them. NBC is uh, National is moving ahead with plans to return the 10 p.m. 10 p.m. hour of its primetime schedule to local networks. NBC says the plan is to convert must-see TV into you've seen enough TV. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse Lee Sofer announcing that he's leaving Chicago PD after the upcoming 10th season. The 38-year-old Sofer says he joined the show 10 years ago when he was just a nobody, and he's going to finish the same way. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, Lance Bass and Danielle Fischel are producing a movie about their awkward teenage romance. Yes, they were briefly involved. The two say the story will capture the sweet innocence of an improbable first love and will be called My Boyfriend's Breath Smells Like Penis. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. All right, thank you. Marissa's pointing to me. She's on the phone. I can't take phone calls. Our pets' heads are falling off. So, yeah, Marissa. Heads are falling off. I know you're putting somebody on hold. The board has. There's nothing. Wait. There's nothing on. There's nothing on. There's no words on. Wait, wait. Look to your left, Preston. There's a little secret over there. Oh, Rodney's in here. Uh huh. All right. Okay. Can we do that on speakerphone? No, just hit the button and pull the thing. The thing sucks. Oh, okay. I, I think that's now unfair to the texters that we said I had to call in or text in to get the answer. Dude, I'm, just, I'm doing this. What's the prize? I don't know. It's an amazing prize. It's Duncan gift card. Uh, hi, mystery caller. What's your name? Hello, this is Teddy. Hey, Teddy. What is the, the lesson question? Oh, yeah. yeah. What's the uh, What's the theme song to House of the Dragon? Stop dragging my heart around. Yeah. yeah. We called right, them. Excellent. Oh, okay. They yeah. texted him. We called them. Excellent. All right. So there we go. All right. So we got it right. And they could have just called. Yeah, they could have. They could have. Uh, I overthought Listen, it. Listen, if, okay. if things are too easy, it becomes difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That needs to be yeah. a phrase. If things are too easy, it becomes difficult. <laughs> I like that. Uh, so we're going to give him a $50 Duncan gift card. And it's go time for our teachers. And Duncan is brewing up the perfect way to say thank you. On Thursday, uh, tomorrow, actually, the first, local educators are going to receive a free medium hot or iced coffee at participating mm-hmm. Dunkin' restaurants, and price participation may vary. I have to imagine that the casual listener marvels at how seamless it seems yeah. from their point of yeah. view. Yes. Uh, that where all these things are going on and you can hardly tell. Yeah, we like to keep it that way, too. <laughs> all right, let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right. Music news. Let's get into this. We're going to start with uh, one of MMRs and Philadelphia's favorite bands, Shinedown. Yes. Uh, played, uh, Shinedown played lead singer Smith's hometown, Brett Smith's hometown of Knoxville, Tennessee on Sunday, uh, where he was surprised with a key to Knox County, the entire county, and WWE star Kane, yeah, also known as Mayor of Knox County, Glenn Jacobs, presented the special gift to him. Wow. So is he an elected mayor? Well, he might be. Not of a a county. Well, I don't know. How do they swing it down there in Knoxville? I don't know how it works in Tennessee. 
Uh, Kane, because, yeah, mayor is not uh, in parentheses. Remember, Jesse Ventura was governor? Yeah, but and the Iron Sheik was a cardinal for a while. If there are mayors of counties or not. Well, I mean, listen, I'm the unofficial mayor of Delaware County. Maybe that's his classification. Maybe that's it. Uh, so anyhow, uh, Kane told the crowd it's really special to have Shine Down here tonight. This group has number one hits. They're award-winning, and they sold over 10 million records. What's super special about tonight is that this is Knoxville. Lead singer Brent Smith is a 1996 graduate of South Doyle High School right here in Knoxville. So I've got something for him. Kane uh, held up the key, explaining this was designed and fabricated by students at South Doyle High School and is a key to Knox County. Shine Down is uh, entertained. Millions of people across around the world, and I really love your inspirational message, so congratulations on all your success, and we wish you much continued success in the future. So besides the accolade, a lot of times the key gives gives you a little latitude. There's there's something involved with it besides the ceremonial, it's correct? symbolic, I think. Right, but there's, there should be something Is else. There? I don't there think should there's be anything. One, there sh- it should My original, when I was a kid, I used to believe that it would lo- unlock every door in the entire city. <laughs> yeah. right. there but should I, be it seems not feasible. One thing that it could unlock. There seems to be there's something that would go along yeah. with it besides the ceremony, right? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Smith posted... All the penguin meat you can eat. <laughs> video of the moment on social media. They have great barbecue penguins. Oh, my God, down there. Yeah, yeah. Flappies. Oh, you ever go by there? No. Flappies penguins? I yeah. haven't been there. Good pulled penguin sandwich. Uh, Smith... <laughs> Falls off the bone, man. Yeah. Absolutely. You got to get that smoker. Yeah. Watch out, because sometimes you get just a little piece of beak in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. And well, you go by, and you. if you go by uh, late at night, you'll see their feet, their happy feet, spinning yeah. around outside mm-hmm. on the rotisserie. The key uh, symbolizes the freedom of the recipient to enter and leave the city at will. Well, that's kind of everything. That's everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. trusted friend of to city... use the municipal water supply. A trusted friend of city residents. Yeah, it means it doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. It's no. just symbolic. So Smith posted a video of the moment on social media, writing, "Honestly, I'm still." Trying to process our night in Knoxville and everything that happened at the Thompson Bowling Arena. Uh, first of all, uh, to everyone too much penguin. in K-Town that came out to see the show, uh, thank you so much. It was such joy. I'd see all your beautiful faces, and I hope everyone had an amazing time. I know what I, I know that I did. And he said, I must admit that I'm rarely at a loss for words, but I'm to me. My brothers Eric Ferry, Zach, along with our head of security, had a little, well, gigantic surprise for me. That left me speechless, humbled, and beyond grateful. Never in my wildest dreams would I ever imagine a moment like this as I watch Kane take the stage hmm. and proceed to address the crowd and present me with the key to the city of my hometown of Knoxville, Tennessee. Who's the most notable at your high school? Uh, you, 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 are you right now? No. Uh, Tristan from, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> the Bachelor. From The oh, Bachelor. The bachelor. Yeah, actually, he's The Bachelorette. She was the bachelorette. And then, Nick, who was that? There was an infamous lawyer. Uh, was Parkway Central? Yeah. Well, oh, man. I don't remember. I'm just, yeah, go down to Nuttles. There was, you'll you'll yeah. recognize the name. Max Scherzer's on there. He's a really great pitcher for the Mets. Uh, Joel Higgins from Silver Spoons. All right. And wow, really? really? The dad? Yeah. Wait, there was a... Um, oh, Michael Evanati. That Steve, you remember Michael Avenatti? He represented oh, yes. uh, oh, yeah. Stormy Daniels. He's now in jail. That yes, was he, it. Yes, yes, he's in jail. Oh, yes. you beat his ass. Yeah. He's, that's notorious. I think I'm on there, Nick. You are. Okay. And uh, so, but uh, for better or worse, you ranked below Michael Avenatti. If they give Michael Avenatti a key to the city, <laughs> they have an order on these things? They might be alphabetical. I'm at the end. No, it's uh, not it's alphabetical. It's not alphabetical. <laughs> that's what you tell yourself. All right. It's alphabetical until it gets to you. 
Uh, well, I, I think mean, it's just well, in order of when they when they were entered on Wikipedia. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Anyway, I, I think you should be getting some sort of some sort of uh, key. Dave Silvestri's on there uh, from 1985. He played uh, baseball for the Yankees and the Rangers and and a, a bunch of others. He sat in front of me in my psychology class. Is that right? Yeah, he graduated in 85. Did you do at that point? Were you uh, thinking big things for him or was he? Oh, he was an idiot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was then I realized that sometimes jocks uh, that uh, that the teacher will give them a pass because there ain't no, <laughs> no way that never happens. That class. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. No, Doc Gooden was actually yeah, was, a neurosurgeon. He's kind of a, he was kind of a bully. Uh, but anyway, we're moving on. Go to hell, right? Uh, yeah. No, it's okay. Oh. Bygones are bygones. <laughs> uh, ousted Red Hot Chili Peppers guitarist <laughs> Josh Klinghoffer thought the uh, band reuniting with producer Rick Rubin was a mistake. Huh. Klinghoffer, who landed a plum gig as Pearl Jam's supplemental side player, spoke with VW Music and admitted, I'm incredibly conflicted about my output with that band because I feel like in both circumstances... Producers got in the way of us truly making great music or a great record. I like uh, I like almost all of the songs uh, that we wrote together, but seldom did we capture them in the best way. I will say that in the case of uh, the I'm With You album, I feel Rick Rubin was way more of a hindrance than a help. Uh, he told me once, I just want to help the songs be the best they can be. And I should have said, well, then get your driver to come and get you. Wow. Damn. Snap. When pressed about the challenge. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. When pressed about the challenges with taking the stage with Pearl Jam night after night, uh, he said, I face a constant risk of smiling too much. Well, that's huh. good. He said, I sometimes allow my 12-year-old self to run away with my face. The challenges these days are more just little things, like doing my part of a song that doesn't get played very often. Sometimes for me, it's really more about muscle memory, and we'll do uh, a song once a tour, and I always feel like I can do my bit just a little bit better. Uh, but that's nothing. And sometimes I, it feels not so much like a challenge, but an obstacle. How little I can see Matt Cameron when I'm playing a drum part with him. But again, minor issues. So he loves what he's doing right now. He's very talented. Oh, it's yeah. just, you know, it's just the way things happen. Yep. Hailstorms Lizzie Hale is, uh, her life is consumed by music most of the time. And she finds that she can give herself a break when it returns to her hobby of painting. She explained that... House painting or creative painting? No, creative painting. Uh, That painting is another way to turn your brain off. And she said, I think it's important. I could say the same thing about cooking. It's important for people like us who are banking on the arts to keep things moving. Uh, You can get burnt out if you have all of your eggs in one basket. You can be like, I've been plugging away at this for a long time. I need a sidestep. I need something to take me away from this so that I can come back to it. With fresh eyes, fresh ears. So go- golf is that for you, right? Totally. Right. And, and so we, you need to have those things that, that are your yeah. your escape, that keep you engaged. She said, I used to feel guilty about it. I'd just spend four hours painting when I could be practicing guitar. Or I could be doing something else that would be uh, forward momentum for the band. And then I realized that you shouldn't be feeling guilty for doing those things because it's all connected and they all help each other. Kathy and I do Siberian throat singing. We do. Oh. Yeah. A lot. By the way, she has seven major pieces of art to her credit. Really? I have not seen them, so I do not know uh, what her style is or anything like that. Mall artist. Mall artist. Okay. <laughs> the way you just described Caricature. her, uh, like her guilt, uh, uh, that my girlfriend goes to that every day. Like, oh, really? I, I think that's an artist's brain. Like, I'm not doing the thing that I should be doing when I'm doing something else. They And they then they feel guilty for not doing the thing that they were supposed to be doing in the first place. It's it's an interesting perspective. The difficult dynamic is also doing things where you have to go live. Yeah. So you have to accrue, 
you know, you you can't be in that mode all the time and putting out without experiencing. Right? Yeah, it all informs your life anyway, right? Unlike right. if you're going to be an artist, you have to go out and live a little bit to be an artist. Yeah. All right, and then uh, finally, no. No? What is this? Well, when we were talking about Shinedown, uh, Jackson actually interviewed Brent, uh, and that uh, interview is now posted on WMMR.com. Okay, all right, so check that out at WMMR.com. And also, uh, it's time for MMR's Back to School A to Z. Yeah. Tomorrow, thousands of songs in alphabetical order. 7 p.m. is when it begins. Jackie Bam Bam gets to kick it off. So it's going to last for days, several days. Uh, and we love this event, and we hope that you will love it, too, because it is upon us starting tomorrow. Honestly, the fact that it will be in effect for the Labor Day weekend, the extended weekend, mm-hmm. um, really just put it on and, <laughs> it, it, you know, you want to re- refrain from saying a musical journey, but honestly, you're going to hear stuff you haven't heard in, in forever and stuff you may never have heard. Agreed. Yeah. All right, and that's it. Last item in music news. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. Letter of the day for Word of the Week prize. And uh, we'll have that in just a sec. Stay with us. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. By the way, here's a text uh, came in. I don't know who it's from. It says, uh, great show today, A+. Oh. At one point, I had to stop what I was doing because I was laughing so hard I was crying for like 10 minutes. Oh, that's a good sign. Uh, oh, and then Nick uh, texts back and said, what's your name? And it's Patrick uh, Malloy in Shamong, New Jersey. Shamong. So thank you, Patrick. We appreciate that. I've had fun today, too. Shamong. Yeah, it was a good time. Other than I would have liked to have had a better connection with Tom Hopper when we had him on this right. morning. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. His show is called Love in the Villa, or it's a, um, a made-for-TV it's movie. It's a movie. It's a rom- rom-com. It's a Netflix rom-com. Thank you, Reg. Uh And you can catch that uh, tomorrow. So, nice guy, but bad connection. Yeah. So we kind of cut it short. And then we talked about our favorite dragon movies after yeah. that. So that was nice, too. It was good. Uh, we were all over the place. Yeah, we yes. All over This the is place. one of the most scattered shows ever. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, then also we were not, we had to do uh, a lot of the last minute decision making decision about uh, not having phones. So yep. we didn't want to do things that, you know, prompted that. Yeah, but it was fun. Yes. And a good time. Uh, speaking of fun, Captain Fun just popped into the <laughs> studio. You want scattered. No. Stay with me. Oh, yeah. If we want scattered, yes. Uh, You can do no wrong now because you got one of the coolest pictures I've ever seen in the world that you picked up yesterday out in the uh, green room. Isn't that amazing? Did you see that photo of the the city with the lightning bolt? Yeah, I met the the photographer who took it. He was by here. It's uh, amazing. Before yesterday. His name is Brandon Koo, and he's uh, a emergency pediatric uh, physician at Children's Hospital. That's why he was wearing scrubs. That's why he was wearing scrubs. He had just come from the overnight shift, but um, I was going to get blood work at Penn Radner, yeah. and they have all this artwork up on the wall that you can uh, purchase. 
And um, uh, it says, if you're interested in this, contact the photographer. And I saw this this beautiful uh, cityscape coming into the city. Uh, and there's a bolt of lightning. Uh, and you see the Schuylkill River. And you see the bolt of lightning hitting one Liberty bolt Place. Of <laughs> <laughs> that, too. And um, it it's just majestic. Yeah. yeah. And he, he he put it on an aluminum frame, which really makes it pop. Yeah. And uh, so um, that's our tower, the One Liberty Place Tower. And I go, oh, my gosh, we have to have this at the station. It's perfect. Yeah. So it's cool. Yeah, very cool, man. How you doing today? Fine, thank you. It is a lovely and beautiful day. That's excellent. Well, let's do the letter of the day, if you're cool with that. Fine, thank you. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, it's brought to you, the Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by the letter... O as in Oreos. All right, and we have one more letter to go tomorrow. Give away our Word of the Week prize, which is Drip 2 to see Bush, Alice in Chains, and Breaking Benjamin in West Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, and it's going to be Saturday, October 1st. This includes round-trip airfare and two-nights hotel. So giving it away tomorrow, wonderful thing. Hopefully that is going to be you. What's happening on the show today? Well, we will have um, my good things. <laughs> Need glasses? No, I don't. I don't. We've got more of those pop rocks, the Moody Blues, for the Philly Pop Orchestra. Thank you for the offer, though. <laughs> and... Um, I have the eyes of a falcon, I was once told. <laughs> Still one of the funniest things Steve ever said. <laughs> Holding the paper like that far out. And Steve observes from the side, Pierre has the eyes of a falcon. <laughs> God, it was so brilliant and so laser funny and on point and... Anyway, and we'll also have a workforce block of Aerosmith and Hailstorm and the great Van Morrison. Oh, excellent. His birthday today. Yeah. Excellent. All right. We'll thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Radio Program today, brought to you by Duncan. The Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, Acme, Official Grocery Store, The President Steve Show, and Squeezed.com. Feel great and lose weight with Squeezed. Tomorrow on the program, uh, this is great. We are doing the Battle of the Self-Proclaimed Experts, Always Sunny in Philadelphia edition. Yes. Two champions in their own mind will be here tomorrow <laughs> to find out who the actual champion is. In our battle of wits and knowledge of one of the greatest comedies in television history. Uh, absolutely. You're, currently, is it not the longest-running sitcom of all time? I believe it is. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. So we'll have them by tomorrow. And we're also going to talk to another comedic mind, Kenan Thompson. Hey! We love Kenan Thompson. We'll be on the show. So it's going to be a fine way to wrap up the week. That's it. We're done. Rage on. And have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Bing there. Doo-doo-doo-doo. <laughs> Doo-doo-doo.